Chaos Reign. Chaos Reign presents the psychology of how the black female acts entirely. Broadcast May the 19th, 2019. Enjoy. Solutions hosted by Tyrone Thompson at TalkRealSolutions.com are the views of Tyrone Thompson and do not reflect the views of TalkRealSolutions.com, YouTube, or etc. The content here belongs to Talk Real Solutions and its many contributors. Views and opinions expressed by all contributors belong to them and not TalkRealSolutions.com or Tyrone Thompson, the host, or etc. All data and information provided on the site is for informational purposes only. Talk Real Solutions makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, correctness, suitability, or validity of any information on this site and will not be liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information or any losses, injuries, or damages arising from its display or use. All information is provided on an as-is basis. In the world with this crime, corruption, violence, rape, theft, murder, and all forms of other atrocities that plagues the earth we see today. What you're witnessing, we are living in a state of chaos, and it will take a greater or much extremer chaos to restore the order in which the world we live in today. Good evening, black people. This is chaos here, Gary. Tonight, the subject matter. As I pull up, one moment, and I gotta make sure we're on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yes, we are. Today's subject matter is titled "The Psychology of How the Black Female Acts Entirely." It's a little robust of a title. Might water down probably some sides better with those, but 
that is the talk and description, or more like I say, the title for tonight's broadcast. The number to call in for tonight's show is 712-770-4160. The access code is 411, I mean 915-411-POUND. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, hold on. Let me see if I got a message. Uh, if I told Tyrone something, wait, let me check my, my um, YouTube. I just got this message. I didn't notice this. Sorry about that. Let me just check this. I just I just noticed this. Let me check if I'm on YouTube. Quick look. Oh yes, I am. All right. Okay. Before we start. I would like everybody to go to talkworldsocial.com. There you see a three-point plan for black empowerment and achievement. And under the three-point plan, you'll see a list of black-owned established banks here in the United States of America. I believe the count right now is 30 in total right now, hopefully. Um, and throughout that website, there is also articles on news and latest things going around in the world here in America and globally. And also on the website, there is also a donation tab, which you can donate as little as one dollar or even two dollars to the show. Um, it helps the show keeps going, and you know, keep it running for those who you know love the show, and you know, to cont- contribute, you know, anything you can, you know. This is a form of black media. I want people to know. I know most people have their own views about how black media should be and how it should be run, but we're black people. Now we run it in our own terms. That's how I see it. And one last thing, you also find this show being also aired on YouTube as well. So if you're not listening in or you don't have a chance to call in, you could go on YouTube, type in Talk Real Solutions on YouTube, and you'll find this broadcast being streamed out on YouTube as well. So you get here on the conference call, and you got YouTube. So there's no excuse when to tune in and how to tune into these shows. All the information is there. And like other, other than that, you know, if you're on the, you know, on YouTube and you're subscribed to Talk Real Solutions, also leave a comment to every show because feedback is important. Besides a like, like will go a long way. But also, if you feel your expressions, your likes, dislikes, feel free to write a comment. Don't be scared. I know most of our people don't like to, you know, type enough things about their expression, but I encourage feedback. Like any other thing, you, you go into online store business. They always want feedback to know how they're doing. So I advise mostly that our normal listeners to really give feedback to all these shows. All right? So let's begin. And I have my wonderful guests to really break down this subject matter and the psychology of the black female. So let me see if you're there, ma'am, um, one. Can you hear me? Oh, I hear you good. I hear you wonderful. Perfect. Okay. All right. Welcome again to Talk Real Solutions Lamb Movement. Yes, welcome, welcome. I'm good. I'm good. 
I know you, you're um, always, like any other brother, on the move, you know, trying to change the hearts and the minds of our people, but just people in general, man, movement, you know what I'm saying? Well, no, I mean, yeah. we're, we're a special type of people, you know what I'm saying? It takes a little time with us, you know? And it takes more a deep analysis and deep workings to really get into the psychology of black people, the black man, black woman, and black child. But, you know, we discuss it in further broadcast. But other than that, what's good, land movement? What you been up to lately, man? Actually, right now, I'm in the house working on some plumbing. So you might hear noise from time to time. That's me. Uh, mm-hmm. um, okay. I had to okay. do something at the last minute. Okay. All right. And I'll probably go back for you to make sure people hear us good. Let me just check right now, make sure everybody knows okay. that we sound clear. I don't want no interruptions. Uh, let me look in the chat room. Oh, here's Monica Lamb. She says hello. Hello, Monica. You know what I'm saying? As always, our beautiful um, military um, veteran uh, entrepreneur herself, you know. And like everybody, you know, I should bring Monica back. I want anybody would, would love I bring Monica back about another session about, you know, business. So y'all know where to hit me up. I'll, I'll, I'll expect some feedback at the end of the show, hopefully. But anyway, all right, let's go into the subject matter um, in a moment. Um, the psychology... Hold on. Sorry about that. I just got an incoming call. Um, I ain't going to take that. But other than that, um, so let's go into the subject matter, the psychology of the black female and its entirely. Now, if if you recall um, in movement that there has been a lot of events that has happened the past week going on too now with a lot of movements in regards to marriage, and even with this thing with this abortion bill. Right. That this passed in one state. Well, let's, let's go, before we talk about the abortion, let's deal with just the psychology of our sisters. What is it with black men, but particularly our sisters, that we're not really getting an understanding in its entirety in the climate we're in today, the black female? That's my first question. Um. I would think probably one of the major things right now is we're just not seeing eye to eye because we weren't raised the same. We were raised mm-hmm. more adversarial than um, cooperative. So we have an issue right now. Issue, yeah, yes, and and you know, I'll say again. I don't know if you stop. No, no I, I, I was done. Yeah, the issue, yeah, and with this issue, and before we go on issue, I always hear about women in general, but let's say we're going to focus on our sisters for tonight. This is tonight, and women are going to call it in the give them expressions, out of mind, that when we talk about hypergamy, and you may talk about this, I'm not sure if it was on this stream or somewhere else, but in my mind, do women really value hypergamy? 
and we look at the result of this hyperbole, it's not what we see, or is this is a smoke stream or something that somebody just created? What's um, nature about? It? I think the hyperbole is real, but I also think that people are practicing it right. Uh-huh. So it's causing more harm than good. Just like a lot of other things in life, when it came to our community, things worked in reverse. And that's the problem. You know, that's the problem. Uh-huh. When it, 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 it works for everybody else, it doesn't work. Uh-huh. And it doesn't work the same way, so we have an issue. Um, one thing, do you think the mothers, besides the grandma, the mothers of enough to show, especially with their daughters, do they even teach hyperbole or this is just embedded naturally? No. no, they teach it, you know, give somebody who's got more than you, makes more money than you, so on and so forth. They teach it. Um, <laughs> it's just unsuccessful to a degree. Because you got people who are thinking about sex first before um, marriage or or, mm-hmm. or family. So mm-hmm. that, that's, that's where the problem lies. Mm-hmm. Sex first. But if you remember, because uh, I know you're probably older by me by maybe six or seven years, per se, because you're one of the few last-gen Xers before we slip into the millennials the next year later. I'm not sure if you're born, 77, 78. But I know you grew down south, and you've been around enough people because where you're at, probably, you know, the environment's a little different in regards to how men and women view relationships. But right. from, from your growing up, and this might be a funny question, do any of the males with their daughters still practice the shotgun marriage during uh, the time when you were coming up? Or this is that some of the... My parents, my parents actually we put into a shotgun marriage because they had me as a teenager. Okay. <laughs> so that was, that was the last thing that I know. Hmm. 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 I see movies of it, and the reason why I ask because I thought normally it was like a southern thing. Because up here living in the north, I really, because I really hear about or seen about it. And so I do a little dig on history, per se. And I, I think it's a, that's not a bad idea because if you think about it, if your daughter, let's say, hypothetically, finds a male, right, and she likes, right, mm-hmm. and she takes it serious, and miraculously she gets knocked up by the same male, and this male mm-hmm. doesn't want nothing more to deal with her or the child that he put in her, then the father will step in and have to force this male to say, you're going to give my daughter some security right off the bat. Because if you know, Liam, we as men know, say, if our children, especially our daughters, get knocked up by any man that we don't see fit, that's right, super for her, that it could mush up her life, most likely. Back then, you know. Today, today in the climate, we say it's a little different now because, you know, the roles have definitely change, and the economic situation is a little different between men and women, especially when you know that most women are in certain positions of so-called power, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, and it, and it creates like a sort of arrogance, too, 
if you think about it. But during back then, you know, always the men always used his hands and was the workers, and the women always, you know, either stayed home or they went to school. It was one or the other. And that history has not been talked about a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not sure if ABC is on here, but ABC never really mentions that through his own shows. Because I always thought the women just started working in the 50s. You get me? Like going to school and stuff. But when you look at digging, that's not really the truth. You know? Well, it has a caveat, too. And, and people forget because the society back then at first, mm-hmm. that wasn't just something that um, was prevalent as far as just family. The whole community back the shotgun. You know, because if it happened in your family, you would want the community to back you too. The schools did the same thing. Um, they would, you know, girls would get kicked out of school for having uh, babies out of wedlock. You know, mm-hmm. same thing with, with guys after, you know, you better get a trade or a job because you're going to take care of this family now. Mm-hmm. You know? Those things were uh, always part of the the deal, and over time, people were able to circumvent that for for a couple of reasons. One is um, in, in telling the girls that you know you, you don't don't need a man. You know, go get your education, get a job, get a good job, so you don't have to depend on a man which in some ways when you look back at it, you can see why because, you know, some kids weren't claimed because of the old uh, thing where, you know, they said that's not my baby or I don't believe it's my baby or my mom said the baby don't look like me. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it changed a lot of things, but it kind of, went into overdrive for the, for the worse because now people just use use everything as an excuse to not do anything. Uh-huh. So now we just, you know, people are just out here just roll saying it's one thing when it's another. Uh-huh. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, and... And, you know, there was always this. And, you know, back then, even to now, anytime a woman did something out of the line to the community, there is a form of consequence, you know what I'm saying? Either, you know, you got kicked out of school or there's probably maybe potential maybe bashment or disown of the family, maybe sometimes, not always the truth. But there's always a, a, a consequence to every action you take. And, you know, as men, anything we do, there's always a award consequence, always. Most likely consequence more than award to every decision we make. And I, I think I could be wrong. I think the, the playing field was even over, over 50 or 60 years ago in regards to certain things we do, relationship-wise and just in general. Now, if you want to agree or disagree on that. On which part are you talking about? Like, you know, in regards to, like, you know, if, 
let's say she gets knocked out. All right. She either she might have to be a mother by default, or you know, if the dude has to marry her right there. Or let's say let's go further. Um, like certain, even with the um, if you get married, and uh, even with the no fault left divorce, this thing, right? At times, it was not the ease for women. This one day, this she wants to get up and go. It's not that it don't work like that, you know. Um, and I think about say, you know, every decision that's being made, you know what I'm saying? It's always not always do that have a say. So it's always the woman, you know what I'm saying? And thinking that even um, was it one dude that said it that you know when a woman deals with her decisions, always on an emotional response, you know. And even when she don't reflect on her decisions, you know, she don't really see the consequence of her decision because there's not really much a consequence per se, but everything is based on an emotional response. Like how you and me, we can't just make a emotional response to some things we do. It doesn't work like that. We could, but it's going to pretty much hurt more our favor than better. You know, if any dude takes on that. I don't know if I'm being clear to my response. Do you understand that? No, I get it. Um, I think the adjustment is was was the problem. That I think now we're at a, a stage just in society where the ladies are going to have to deal with the consequences because society is set up for, for them to be quote unquote equal. So if you're equal, you won't you won't get equal consequences. And I think what you're getting is in, in society is a pushback because women haven't adjusted to having equal consequences. Can you name so, a few of the of the consequences since you bring this up, just for me to understand, now that, it, well, it, it, that the size now change up? Well, you, you notice how um, women lose their mind when they wind up having to pay um, alimony? Or, oh, I get you. Continue. All right, go ahead. Pick up on it. Right, you know. So if a woman loses custody, it's a it's a big deal because not only has that been historically and it's still predominantly uh, a win for mothers, you're starting to see this slow turn where you know mothers aren't looked at as as helpless and mothers aren't looked at as altruistic. So. Uh-huh. Now you're getting more and more glimpses of bad parenting, and the bad parenting is starting to put a bad light in motherhood and women in general. So mm-hmm. now you're dealing with, 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 with some of these ladies didn't really want to deal with in the first place, which was the equality that they that they said they wanted. Now you got to actually live with, and and it's starting mm-hmm. to become a, more of a problem, more of a harm than a help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the so-called illusion of the hypergamy. I keep hearing talking about, say, you, women want more and stuff. Okay. But like always, if you're that person that want more and potentially making more, you know it pays the cost to really be the boss. And if you have more than this male that you take on as a mate, exactly, then if things go south, you're going to fit the bill, especially if it comes to 
the marriage part. You know, I know some female celebrities were bitching and complaining about paying alimony to their husbands and going even further. Some of them even paying child support, what I'm hearing now. And then, and this is only the celebrities part. We just use an example. Now, the typical American black female and black male might be a little different depending on their financial situations, but same thing applies. You know, if you're the person that's the breadwinner of pretty much everything and dealing with, let's say, 50-50, then you're going to be fitting most of the bill or pretty much all the bill, how it plays out. And like you said, Em, a lot of women don't like it. Some are pushed back. But it's not going to go in their favor because this country is structured, like you said, in some form of equality. And it has to balance the scale one way or the other. Because the economic situation, it cannot support this unbalance. Can you agree? Uh, the economic situation, I don't think it's meant to support the balance. But mm-hmm. I think what was, was unintended, I don't, I don't say unintended, but one of the ramifications of it is obviously you, you're going to get generations of young men and young women who approach each other in reverse roles. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where, you know, you're starting to see some of these push, some of this pushback because the, the, young, the, the women don't like being in a situation where... Like men. As what are you going to yeah. do for me? They don't want to be in a manly world position, in other words. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah it, especially when you were raised to be in a in a female position that that that, that was under chivalry, and you, then you become quote unquote independent, and now you you always look to go back to chivalry as a you know. It's a fallback plan. But when you lose the fallback plan, you also, you know, you lose your um you you, you lose your ability to not be responsible. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the, the um the the role marriage is. Marriage isn't a good deal for guys, guys are not taking it. And the women are, you know, wanting to be chosen and wanting to be married, but they are not, they have, they're not socialized to actually be wise. They're socialized to want to get married because it makes them feel important. So mm. this, this, this is problematic. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, the call number for tonight's show is 712-770-4160. The access code is 915 915- 411 pound, I repeat, 712-770-4160, access code 915-411-POUND. I'm here with M Movement, Southern Merit, the Psychology of the Black Female in his attire. Um, you know, it goes back to, you know, they were not, like you said, trained to be, because they want to be what they call wives, but not trained how to be, uh, I guess, a female or conduct certain things like the role of a woman, most likely. I'm not sure if that's what you're trying to say, ma'am. But I, I think I get what you're saying in that part because, you know, it's a condition where they say, you know, be independent. You know, if you get married, 
maybe it's good, but mostly take care of yourself, girl. Screw a, a dude or a male. No, don't 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 let no man do anything for you. And they know how much damaging psychologically that has. When you do that for a generation after generation after generation, it comes to the point now where now, all right, you got the male so-called role, you know, but you don't like doing the um, the grunt of what the male does, you know, handling it all, like really, literally handling it all. You know, might change your own tire, might do this, um, do more of the hands-on like males do. And it's like this. There's something in psychology, psychology a woman could only bear and deal. But when she has to deal with it all, it does take a burden out of her, physically, spiritually, and, you know, all other aspects of her. And some women don't really get it, per se, in their younger years. They probably start getting now when they get older, maybe. And some of them don't get it when they're older. Hell, some of them even feels that they, they're entitled to a man once they hit in their 30s. But that's not how the world works. So I'm not sure if you want to expound on that, you know, what what really a woman feels that she, she in her mind, she's entitled to and she continues the behavior she is and expect that she won't get something nice at the end of it. Tied up, bowed up. What? Yeah. I'm not too sure if it's entitlement now. I, I, I think it is to a degree, but I think it's, it's um, the problem with wanting to be in a position of the other gender is, for one, you're not socialized to be that other gender. So you're, yeah. you're agreeing to be an imitation. So once you agree to be an imitation, you're only doing it from the framework that you have mentioned. So when you see a lot of these women trying to be masculine and, and be manly, they can only be masculine in a way, in a feminine way. They have no idea. They have no idea what it actually takes. They're never socialized. They have no rights of passage. They have no things to teach them, like the hardest lessons of manhood. That's not even. That's not even their makeup. To this day, you see the young lady. You know, they'll dress like boys, but they don't they don't they won't do the things that boys do. You know, they'll get a boy's haircut, but they won't actually um be socialized to be a boy. So what you got is people freaking out because they thought it was easy because they looked at it from the outside and said, I could do that and all I gotta do is imitate the walk, the talk, you know, aggressive tone. What they didn't, um, what they didn't think about, or they didn't recognize, was the amount of work that actually goes into the daily routine. And a lot of these women can't handle the grind of being "quote unquote" masculine. That's that, because they are not naturally built for that anyway. So the grind of day to day being masculine is really doing a lot of them in, because now they want to break. That's why you, you know they have the studies when a lady says. They're unhappy. They're dying early. They, you know, you, you're starting to see women um, lose their shape fast and be bad built because, you know, they're trying to emulate manhood so much that they're losing their own femininity in the process, and they don't necessarily like it. That's what I meant by, you know, 
they know how to, they want to be married because it's a female dream, but they don't know how to be wives because they were taught to be adversarial to me. To be a wife, you have to be given sex. You know, to be married, you just got to say I do. So, you know, that's my opinion on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because of this, what's going to happen now, and we're seeing it now, besides finding that got, you know, their bodies deteriorate through the illness from the fibroids issue to all these ailments that was not heard of 30 years ago, they get now because they are just completely going off their nature, you know, most of the time, you know. And I know Miss Nicole Michelle at a program that still exists that's trying to teach feminine to women to get back and reconnect back in that feminine grace, you know to act and reverse the things that the men, particularly our men, that always complain about when they're dealing with our sisters, that they're too masculine and not feminine. Even to the point where I hear some women say that, you know, we're not in a comfort environment to be feminine, so we got to act masculine. These, you know, excuses and nonsense to make, say, why you act in a masculine way because you you're saying that you're acting because you're not in a proper place wise or environment to conduct it. But last time I checked, acting a masculine role, you're just not safe and protected anyway in the environment. So, you know, when when you hear a lot of them their logic, their logic's pretty flawed, you think about it. Movement. The logic okay. is flawed but it's a little bit more nuanced now because the guys are, are listening to what the lady is saying. Just like, you know, I need to, to be in a feminine space and men are starting mm-hmm. to be more specific. See, it, it, you know, part of chivalry was um, being chivalrous. Women didn't, you know, men didn't have to act specific. Women always act specific. Mm-hmm. So, so now... You're dealing with these situations where you're dealing with men who are asking specific questions, like to be in a feminine. Okay, what do you need to be to gain your femininity, and what kind of covering do you need, and how long do you need to be in it before you get feminine again, and what are you going to do when you're feminine? And that's the problem. Like when guys are starting to get very specific with these ladies, um, you hear crickets. Exactly. Because then it's like, well, you know, I've been like few few of them know what to do, but the but a lot of them are, are, are repeating with the few that know what to do say, but they have no idea what to do in practical application. So it looks like a scam for some. So this is this is one of the issues that some of them are coming across because you can't um you can't talk your way in and out of femininity, and some of them are having a hard time. Well, you know, it is what it is. Mm, mm. Yes, and think about this, because you know, enough dudes don't ask the questions. The same thing is point back at them. They always ask about what you could do for them. But when a man asks, "Arts, what can you do in regards to me?" What and ask the really specific question on them, they cannot give you a straight answer. You notice that? And I, maybe, like you said. 
they've been only been groomed to, or you're not groomed, but they've been in the society race, especially by their mothers that, you know, just to, you know, be them independent. And then, you know, if you get married, that's good. But you don't really, as a woman, really analyze what do you bring at the table for a man to really even hold on to, much less marry down the line. You know, I think one time, if you remember, um, <laughs> and I, I'm not going to give too much shout-outs, <laughs> as much um, plugs, but I remember a good brother, and you know him too, right, prominent YouTuber, when um, when he played the audio clip of a sister, Tom said, if a man asks you what you bring to the table, you, she said she, you, she she tells most ladies to get up, walk away. <laughs> And, and face, yeah, like, like it's because if a man sits there, you know, they have like a nice little dinner, and they have a conversation about what they um about themselves, and when the man mm-hmm. asks the question, you hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. If, and the man asks question, all right, and he asks the question to the woman, says, "So what you do? Like, what do you bring? What qualities you bring to the table?" That's what this woman, this probably YouTuber, I don't know her name per se. But well, she tells ladies, anytime a man asks that, that they should get up and walk out the, the dinner, because the only thing that she, should come to mind when a man, the man should not be asking those type of questions at all, period. The only thing that a man should expect is she, she should ask all the questions. He sit there, she's supposed to answer her questions. Anytime he go out his way, ask her what she brings, she should not even give an answer at all. So, I mean, it, it's weird. I, I never heard of something like that before. But, you know, I, some women like that that think like that, like that sister that tell regular sisters to do that, it seems to me that the only thing that you probably, in her mind, that that man should only worry focus on that, what, what she does in the bedroom. She brings pussy. That's it. But anything else that she does, no, I disregard that. She didn't really want to literally say that, but that's what she's implying, you know? You get me? Yeah, that's the problem when people are starting to get specific. You mm-hmm. can't really say that when people are getting specific because it doesn't come across very well. Mm-hmm. You know, you're used to work. You used to be um, a, good, a good method to take to you know, either ignore a conversation, evade a conversation, or get or be able to push something down the road is now front and center, and it's difficult for some people to deal with. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be um, exceedingly difficult, you know. So, you know, things are going to be problematic for a long time for some folks. They're just going to have to get used to it. Oh yeah, come on. Yeah, it's a lot problematic. And let me let me check the chat room for a second. One second. Okay. So you host. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna read the chat room. They're going back and forth right now. Big J and ABC. I'm gonna leave them to to the devices. Moving on. <laughs> I tell you, man, it gets wild in the chat room more than on live anyway. Um. Yeah, man, and, and think about it. These are men, let's say that a man at a certain point in his life, 
when he wants something more than just what's between your legs. It's like it's forbidden, taboo, a man should not be asking this, you know. And the funny thing about him is when a man asks a crucial question to a lot of sisters, they really can't give you a an answer, a real critical answer. Like they've not been trained to really answer. Like the only thing they'll come is they got a degree, which is cool, but most dudes not really checking sisters for degrees. They're checking what other qualities you carry as a woman. So hold on, because a man that that doesn't really hold a man to really say, okay, you're a valuable mate. You get me? Some, that even some women get in their feelings that that they, they say, I work hard my butt up to get this. I should be entitled to something. I mean, I don't see. I mean, I, we know we we got some dudes that say the same thing. They're supposed to be entitled to a woman. But no, I'm saying, you know, as a man, you know, not, nothing's guaranteed. Everything's going to be given to you. And, and some are understand this. To those that complain, I have no I have no answer for you. But when you hear women and the same, it's like they, they're in a subconscious mind, they're entitled to a mate, a mate to their standards, that perfect male. You get me? Yeah. Other, yeah. That's actually the problem. You're not entitled to anything. Yep. You're not. You're not. And, and they're, they're not. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, until people figure that part out, it'll be a bigger problem. Because no matter how you slice it, you're not going to get that. Because at the end of the day, you chose to be, quote, unquote, equal. And the equality part is always really the problem because they want it to be equal to men as men instead of being equal to men as women. So it was mm-hmm. just a flawed concept to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, and with this equality, there is consequence of equality. I mean, see, now you have to operate in that equality fashion. I mean, it's whatever a man do, you have to do the same or even greater. Just like in the military yeah. where now, I think right now we're setting out what's going on in the military, now there has to be equality in the military now. So if, if a man has to do require to do certain things, then obviously the female has to do the same thing. So a man does 50 push-ups and said you had to do 50 push-ups as well. Right. So this is, this is where they, they're having a problem with now. But they want all the benefits at the end of the day. <laughs> but they want there to be extra. So I always look back and say, really, do you really want to be equality? Or you just want just to have, you know, the, the comfort without the extra work? And that's what happens when you don't think of playing through. Well, I don't know, I can't say you don't think of playing through because, you know, to a degree, the generation of women who are dealing with this aren't the generation of women who started this. Mm-hmm. So, and on one aspect, they are kind of, you know, they were raised as guinea pigs. So now they're stuck, you know. So what ends up happening is, now you got a group of people who don't actually know 
um, get out of the situation that they were put in. Because all of them don't want to be in the situation, but they were raised in it. So, and it's part of the culture to the point where you see young, you get young men now sounding like, you know, the feminist moments. Mm-hmm. And, I see. and to the point where, you know, they sabotage themselves as men because even though you might sound like your feminist mother, you're still going to be held to the standards of men. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it really doesn't, it might sound good in theory, but in practical application, you're going to be able to, you know, up a creep without a power. Because nobody's going to care how you feel. They're going to care what you do. You know, it's just kind of like um, we're not the civil rights generation, but we still have a duty to them, and we still also um, are viewed as, as their children and grandchildren, even though we have completely different experiences. So now, you know, we still deal with, with the backlash of that, but at the same time, we have our own issues that, that stem from our upbringing in, in our time that was post-civil rights. So they got the same issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. I see. Okay, okay. Matter of fact, let me take this one call because somebody's on the line now. Let me see who this is. I open your line. Who's this? Oh. Big J Triple X here. Um, oh. I'll talk to them. Um, do you think, I'm, I'm talking to, to, to the guest, do okay. you think that the, the issue, and, and, and you know, I'm getting fuss, fuss, frustrated, excuse me, I'm getting frustrated of many um, people in, in the so-called black community um, posting their, their, um, their problems. What I'm saying is, is the main problem, should, should the focus be on boys, the education of boys about, about life? Right. And when I say the education, I'm not talking about education system at school. I'm talking about including that in, but I'm talking about education in terms of um, uh, things about life, uh, things about uh, among among other things that that men, boys who are becoming men, should should be uh, taught to. Because I believe that that boys who who are, you know who are coming up in their adolescence are not be given tools to adapt to the situation of today. And that's what, and that's what I believe. And I, and I believe that I believe the problem is with, with on topics like this, especially in the black community, we don't want to go there. We, 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 we rather stuck with, stuck with the, uh, the worn out bumper sticker arguments about feminism or the, or, or, or the uh, you know the, uh, or, or or the or the other you know the unwed mother and and all that. So so do you think that uh, the education of boys or the upbringing of boys should be more addressed? 
ma'am. What say you? Huh? Um, absolutely. I think I think all of that plays in the it plays into the situation because not saying it's just focusing on our community specifically. You can mm-hmm. see that's the same thing that's going on in America with other communities. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, like men in general are getting softer and softer and softer. And from the outside looking in, it just in a general sense, it looks like you're trying like you're trying to soften up the boys as a um, as a way to get the girls uh, to even the playing field. You know what I'm saying? But if you focus on the boys. What's gonna wind up happening is it's gonna widen the gap, and the boys who, who who are taught about life they're gonna be looked at as pariahs in the society. But if you train them to be men, they're not gonna care because they're gonna be the producers, the distributors, uh, uh, um, the infrastructure setters of the society. So they're not gonna care. But you see, what, what I see nowadays is a lot of parenting boys out of spite. Because if you notice, for years and years and years, it was all, it, it, it's kind of prevalent to hold the boys back, even in a parenting sense. Not, you know, not just school, but in a parenting sense. You know, put, put the girl out there, quote, unquote, give her confidence, empower her, make her feel special. The guy, the boy... You send them to the wolves. If he make it, he make it. You know, so I think this is what's going on to the point where we're trying to, we, when we focus on the boys, we got to understand we're going to basically be um, uh, at war with society nonetheless. Well, well, well here, here, this is what I'm saying, though, you know, um, you know because a part of it, that, 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 that another issue that nobody in in Black America, or, or should I say, Black so so social media, because I you know I, I I have a problem with with Black so social media. We we get bogged down on certain topics and never and so assess about about certain certain topics. We don't want to let we don't want to move on. But 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 here here's also another another thing is the job market because a man who 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 have come from a certain uh, job or if he loses the certain job, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to make this as a, a historical point. I'm going to use a historical evidence, like the Nixon shock of 1971, where 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 a lot where where you had black men in the Midwest and in some places in the South that were that you know that were working in in, in the automobile industry or working in the steel in, in the industry, and they lost their jobs. In the mid, the early mid seventies, and and these men lost. They they either lost their marriages or they lost homes, homes, and that uh, you know that you know that bled into the crack era of the late seventies and into the eighties. Um, we don't want to address address that part because job. I think part of it is jobs. So how how can how can how can anyone how come man can can quote unquote protect and provide when when the job market is moving closer and closer to automation and not towards and not towards uh you know um building actual building anything so you know i, I wish i wish we would 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 go more towards that 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 part of the conversation 
rather than then bogging down about women this and and women that and 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 you know you know what I'm saying. I, I hate yeah, that. Well, no, like here's the thing about this that's very that um, that what you're talking about around that same time. That's when they started slowly taking programs out of school. Because remember, right, I right. graduated. Right, so so you would be able to be a certified welder, auto mechanic, electrician, plumber, just fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. Now you got to do something else to do those things. You can right, go to the right. Uh, people, that's when musicians were booming and art was booming, and you know they they took that out of the school system. So, you know, the skill trade reminds, you know, when I look at the skills that used to be taught to, compared to today, we teach a lot of people tech. So we're overflooding tech and, and basically trying to overflood tech to the point where we, we're going to use tech to do all the job. Not mm-hmm. understanding that there's still going to be things that, man has to do. Like you, you're not going to actually, you know, do you want all this gene slicing with your food? Do you really want that? You know, you're going to want uh, actual natural food, natural things. This is part of the, you know, um, even the black farmers got, the, the black farmers are the only black people I can think of that got reparations that are black. Right, okay? right, 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 right. In Georgia and Alabama right. to have re- 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 reparations, yes. yes. Right, because we oh, wow. made the product. Right, they made the product, and it was just supposed to be all you know produce for farms. They just wouldn't buy theirs because they were black. But mm-hmm. you're looking at a society that, ironically, it's getting more technological and more obese at the same time. Mm-hmm. So the way we're headed is if you just if you could just keep your kids in shape, they'll always have a space in society and keep them in shape and get them in the trade. They always have a space in society because there's going to be less and less people who are actually able to do work. I see more and more people as I get older who don't want to be outside. Everybody wants to be in a comfort. Uh, a comfort-filled environment, and you, and you start hearing all the the, the, the tasks that these steel workers are making. You know, the guys who still work on the telephone lines and power lines, or the guys who still are welding, and the guys who like the, the truck drivers, and the guys who, who are plumbers and electricians, the guys who are doing uh, um, the big-type construction work, you know, that, that needs those big tools. The, 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 the tool makers of society. And you start realizing that, yeah, they, they took a lot of things, but I look at it as now we, we're kind of like the AAU turn, the AAU on baseball. When, when we as a people got too good at it, they started trying to strip our community of the avenues to do it naturally so you had to pay to play. So now what it looks like to be a skilled person in America you got to pay to play. That's why it's not in the high school. You know, right. it, it's rare to find a carpenter. You know, it, you know, people are, and part of even with immigration, people knew that, they, that it's funny how people are turning on 
illegal immigrants because they were using them for cheap labor because they were doing all the things, not necessarily that we wouldn't do, but things that also the country didn't uh, teach you to do anymore. You know, we were, for the, from at least the, I would say the 70s to now, you're not even taught in school how to put in tile or how to do the carpentry. I don't even think people know how to put up a fence nowadays. You know, right. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I do, I do hear it. I, I hear some schools in certain, certain ju- ju- jurisdictions that start trying to uh, reintroduce that, but it's not enough. You know, um, you know, I, I usually, you know, what, 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 what a, I, forgot, I forgot who said this, but they, but they're trying to make everybody into a doctor and lawyer and. That's impossible. No, not everybody can be a lawyer. Not everybody can be a doctor. Not everybody can be a, a scientist. You know, I mean, you, you you can't just sit there and just, you know, expect the whole class to be, to, to take two or three uh, vocations or uh, careers when, 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 when while while neglecting uh, uh, physical labor in a need for physical labor, like housing and carpentry and plumbing and, and so forth. Uh, but, but, thank, but, thank, but thank you for your time, man. And, Gary, thank, thank, thank you for letting me on, Gary. I'm out. All right, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, and if you look at the society we, we, and where we're going, you know, it's making more of an artificial set of people. Which you know blend and add mixer to other cultures which we're already doing already, and to and if you think about man, with a society that they want to sit see foot is more of a controlled society, especially when it comes to the males, the men or the males, because like anything, anything happens into any system that's either on the verge of collapse or wherever the case may be, that is fitting in war to make sure the boys become more watered down, to be more opposite to their nature, because men are pushers and changers. Once you start to take away certain things that makes a man valuable, he has to resort to his aggression, so not only himself, but to the world, to really try to impose the environment. That's why you, you see, um, with, even with the job market, right, we how it is now. It's been pushing for sense of automation and self autonomy. Where at times you know you have to really rethink what you're gonna to do to really sustain yourself in a more digital world or a technological world. Where sometimes if you're a person that is mostly active person with your hands, you're gonna to have to make use of those hands in a different field. You know? Besides the ones that still exist that a lot of us don't really look into anyway, like you know, the carpeting the auto mechanic, all the things that men are known for, even that carpentry, when we use our hands and, you know, build things, it's not really presented to us like that decades ago. Probably when you left high school, they probably still had it. Am I right? Uh, it's dying down. Okay. So let's say maybe 20 years apart or 30 years before it was still there, but as Society is moving, is shifting, and I'm I'm convinced it never goes away, but it's in like part other neighborhoods and certain other ethnic groups 
has these things. But in regards with the urban or, you know, black communities, yeah, they deliberately removed those things because you look at all the regular meal labor, it's not always from what they pay you on the streets. They pay you in the prison, most likely. You know. Yeah. They're there, but... but yeah. See, here's the interesting thing. And as we're talking about this, it's funny. So, like, you told me, like, I was literally putting in a faucet, right? Mm-hmm. And I kept muting the phone because I had to double-check the water and the water pressure and whatnot to make sure mm-hmm. it wouldn't leak after I was done. But the tools are universal now, right? Mm. So the tools are universal. I mean, but people's ability to, quote-unquote, reverse engineer stuff is just remedial. Because mm. what winds up happening is you start thinking in this technological age that, you know, somebody, let me get somebody else to do it. It's the information age. You can find solutions all the time. And I find one of the interesting things about it is, like, I can still fix cars. You know, if it's, if it's not too big of a job, I can do it. But the newer the car gets, to a degree, you're going to have to figure out how to get around certain things because they are adding so much tech to it that you got to learn how to actually uh, work through the technology. Yeah, electronics. Yeah, yeah, you got to learn electronics, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. now, you know, our, you know it, 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 it isn't as easy for some in some models to get to just to put a battery in. You know, now it isn't that easy to change a starter or an alternator because of everything you got to go around or where and where they're placing some of this stuff. So, you know, I would say some some of these batteries, they're like in the back of the cars or in the trunk or stuff like that. So you can mm-hmm. kind of get to that. But some of them are like underneath an, an electrical box which you got to unlatch the whole box. And the way that they're put in there is, is to um, you mess around and shock yourself trying to get the battery out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and the same thing goes for just what, like simple things. The, 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 the one thing that I've noticed within the last 10 years is um, – Immigrants that happen to be men, right, it's either one or two things. They're, they're in completely incompetent working with their hands or they pretty much know how all systems work. It's either one or the other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back in the day, you know, even using hip-hop as a reference, people forget how, how people used to have block parties. They used to, they used to wire the, the light poles. People forget that. So mm. somebody had to teach you electrical work to be able to do that, to, to plug that into some speaker and, and, and get the free electricity and, and, and the charge to go in all day long, the party, and then to put it back. We can't do that nowadays. I'm not, wow. I'm not advocating us to do it, but you don't have people who can say, oh, yeah, I can put that together. I can, 
You know, I could do this, that, and the third. That's what's missing. And nobody and teaching the children is part of the problem because, you know, we're we're letting the kids get taught by we were we were taught by television, now they're taught by the internet. And it's funny to be taught by the internet but still not know anything by the time you're an adult. Yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. And I remember your good friend um Am One, when he you know, your good friend Am 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 One. He said it um when he's on internet when he's on internet he's trying to study and learn to gain something like a new skill or something off the internet. But most of the average consumer on the internet is usually mostly based on entertainment. And don't get me wrong, I try to learn maybe one or two things so I can find some that will attract my attention on internet to learn if I don't understand. Let's say like a simple equation, or let's say further. I have computers. I want to know how to take this apart without damaging it. Look it up on YouTube. Well, how much of us we using the resource that's available to us now? Very little. And even that, you say we're not even applying that. Right. You're not applying that at all. Yeah. Because if we were, see, the, the thing about having just regular, run-of-the-mill, hands-on skill, it saves you money. And we're such a consumer culture that we're getting accustomed to paying for things that we could do ourselves. Thus, the problem, like I live in a major metropolitan city, right? It's restaurants everywhere. Mm-hmm. How can restaurants keep popping up, you know, in a, in a two-block radius, in a four-block radius, in a mile radius? You got hundreds, if not a thousand restaurants. Why is it? Mm-hmm. Because most people aren't even cooking. Which is a problem. Right. So that's it, you know, and, and it's not like these restaurants are closing. They're open all the time. They're not, they don't have, they have regular daytime hours. And you got to notice that, you know what, they're making money. And the reason I can tell is because if you go to some of these home schools and some, and some of these grade schools, elementary schools, in certain neighborhoods, these, these parents are bringing these children lunch from these restaurants. They're dropping off. They, they're basically parents of Uber Eats. So now Shit. your parents can be at home, and they still ain't got, they still don't cook. They, they would rather go to Chick-fil-A, you know. They would rather go to Chipotle. The, the kid's not even eating in the school anymore. You know, I need gluten-free. No, you need to eat the damn food that, that I got for you. Yeah. But, what, but on top of that, nobody ever questions the fact that if this is what you're doing now, what do you think they're going to be accustomed to when they get to college? What do you think they're going to be accustomed to when they're adults? So we're just ushering in a generation of laziness. Mm-hmm. 
you're actually breeding laziness if you haven't breed it already. What? Hmm. Wow. You know, and I think I have. Let me say this. It's not surprising the side we see today, even back then now, that this is what's coming. Because when you start neglect, not only your roles as men went, but now when you stop doing the simple things that sustain you, you're in trouble. You are serious in trouble. I remember one time me and you might know this lamb. I had a biomedical farmer, Terrence Miller, which I had on, on this show two years ago. Okay. And he talks about the necessities of food, even growing food, per se. And he's he not talking about just the regular seeds you get from Monsanto. He's talking about natural organic food, seeds, things that still exist in wildlife that he keeps and sells people, where you know, he could try show you training or you could look it up on a video how to grow a simple food, especially if you live down south or anywhere that's, you know, very high with the climate, with a warm climate. And even with the farmers, God willing, that they were able to get some reparations to what was done to them. But it goes back to the game where you don't really control the necessities of food in its entirety. If you're getting your resource from a, a, a third party, and obviously you're always dependent. You're going to be always consuming. That's how our people are conditioned now to be perpetual consumers. The men do it. And women do it. And if, if we had to really compare who does it higher, that's not no no brand. That should be no discussion. We all know who, who consume the most. But the point is this. When you start doing the necessary things for your own uh, health, longevity, and stuff that well, you keep spending out your pocket, you're in trouble. Because now, now you have to constantly get this money, and you have to constantly keep paying, spending, spending, spending. And it's come to the point, you're not going to be in focus on saving nothing because you're constantly spending on things that don't need to be spent. So when they say about this permanent underclass, and you heard about this stupid, stupid shit, right, which I'm not saying it's not reality, but we always think, how does us race really making this a reality, being permanent? What are we doing now? Well, we stopped doing things. We stopped cooking. We stop learning necessary skills that's really tangible for our survival. We stop doing the three major things, food, clothing, shelter. This is the first time in our existence we don't, we don't control none, none of those. So obviously when they say you're going to be this class in the next 30 or 40 years, we always got to look back and say, what are we going to do? Or, no, what we are doing now to contribute that we're going to be permanent in this underclass. Because if they project this is going to happen, then what are we doing today that will lead to tomorrow? What are we still doing today that is going to tomorrow? We don't ask these questions. The irony about the permanent underclass thing is mm-hmm. we need to be concerned about ourselves, but mm-hmm. in all honesty, yes. uh, the groups that are doing better than us need to be more worried than we are. Okay. Because they have more uh, uh, disposable income than we do. Mm-hmm. And to be perfectly honest, because they have more disposable income, they actually spend frivolously more than we do. This is true. And what this happens is, is you become you become um, 
accustomed to certain things. So mm-hmm. the, the breakdowns you see and the spaz outs you see with, with other groups come from being accustomed to living a certain life, and when you feel a squeeze, you can't handle it. Like the one thing that, that, that our people have always been is, is, is basically poor. We know how to deal with poverty. Yes, yeah, this is true. Don't. Other mm-hmm. people, they, they, they hide behind crime. They hide behind, you know, uh, racism or, 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 uh, or their nationality or tribalism. They hide behind whatever they need to hide behind. If it's class, they hide behind money. But mm-hmm. it can only, if the whole country's in debt, that means the richest people in the country got to pay up. Mm-hmm. That means the, 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 the smartest minds are the ones who screwed it up. So yeah. they're, they're at the, uh, you know, we may be the tip of the spear on poverty, but they're, gonna be, they're at the tip of the spear on collection. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, just like um, when the Great Depression hit people jumping from buildings, why yeah. were they jumping from buildings? Because they didn't want to be poor. They would rather die. And, you know, go ahead. I'm gonna say. No, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially with a certain race of people, they can't, even let's say a person is a millionaire or close to a billionaire, if he knows he's going to lose not even half the wealth, but like a quarter of the wealth, it's suicide. Just like a person that has a job and he loses a job, he commits suicide. Because they know that if they cannot remain at a certain comfort zone, then that is it. They take their life. But when it comes to black people, as much times we have rough times, we're not going to go and say we're going to kill ourselves. It takes a lot for a black man, black woman in the society to really commit the ultimate, I like to call sin, which is suicide. But, you know, that's another story. But, yeah. But other race people, once they know that they, they, they can't be uncomfortable and make the money they used to make or whatever, that's a wrap. And that's a truth. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, let me see if this is Big J. Can I think Big J calling back here again? Let me see. Hello? Hope you're in line. Shit. Let's see if this thing's working. Okay. Hold on. I don't like about this. Thing. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. Yeah, but I opened the line. It's probably nothing. Okay. Yeah, man. But yeah, that 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 that's a really good insight. Yeah. All right. Moving on. And to, I mean, let me get a call number one time to those that listen. And you know, surprisingly, no woman has called. Hmm. I wonder why. Oh well. The call number is seven one two seven seven zero. Four one six zero. The access code is nine one five four one one pound. I'm I repeat seven one two seven seven zero four one six zero. The access code is nine one five four one one pound. The subject matter for tonight: the psychology of how the black female acts entirely. Now moving forward. Wait, just I'm back. Uh, well, you got to call an ABC. 
let's talk about this thing about the abortion. Um, are you familiar with this this bill that was enacted in regards? I think it's called the Heartbeat Bill. I could be wrong. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like pulling it up right now, but unless you want me you want to pull it and read it, or you want to go in it on your take on it, because this was buzzing for the past actually week or probably almost two weeks. Right. And Crazy. a lot of sisters were not happy with that. Besides the typical white female counterparts not pleased. But I understand why a certain um state put this bill in the path. But go on. Your take on it. Um, I kind of look at it as something that w- was inevitable for, 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 for a few reasons. One, um, the, the, the birth rate lowering in, in Western societies in general. Um, the second, in my opinion, um, would be, how can I say this? The, the unfairness of being, of um, saying my body, my choice, because everybody mm-hmm. knows that it's actually not your body. It's another body inside your body. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you're seeing people spaz out, and it's like, well, you should have known this was coming because now, you know, this country is one of its biggest things is it's scared of uh, the majority population is scared of being run by the minority population. So of mm-hmm. course they don't they, they want to lessen when life is actually considered life because they need more children. Mm-hmm. You know this this isn't necessarily about black women. This is about mm-hmm. white women. Mm-hmm. You know. Because if you're using birth control, I mean, abortion as a front form of birth control, yeah, you might have a problem with it. But once again, it creates a bigger problem because if you do this and you fight for that, people are going to start asking that specific question. Well, what about all these other forms of contraceptives that you have? Why are you fighting over when you get pregnant? And they're not going to do anything. Mm. So now it's like, and in plus, I say this: um, you don't want the government. Ladies swear they say they don't want the government telling uh, them what to do with their bodies when they're pregnant. But they want the government to tell fathers what to do if they decide to have the baby. So the uh-huh. hypocrisy of that comes into play also. So, you know, I think it's just ultimately a, a way to get the ball rolling to overturn Roe versus Wade. And under this uh, administration, not necessarily just the administration, but under um, Republican and conservatives, um, majority is a, is a definitely a major possibility. Mm. Mm. I see. I see. My body, my choice. They always say, but and think about this. And I read 
And I know a lot of females, particularly black females, because that's all I have on my page, on their posts on this. Few agree with this, and some of them disagree with this. And to, even to the point where they said that if they're going to post this bill, then obviously a black, uh, not a black man, but male in general, but they, they, we all know what they're talking about, that these men should get a vasectomy. They got certain amount of kids that they, the, the, the law should come in and cut their, you know, all these stupid stuff, you know. And I'm thinking, saying, okay, you don't, you have issue of carrying a life. Some of you women, not all, but just enough. But now you're up here trying to pose against the males and trying to punish the males now because now you can't kill the baby if you want it to kill it now. But they forgot to say everything is favorite. If you carry it in turn, the man is going to take the bulk and pay for it anyway. So it means it lets me know, say, make up your mind. Either you're going to carry life or don't engage in the act that's going to potentially get you knocked up all the way. Well, or just in, in general. Well, you know, you know, you can't tell women anything nowadays, you know. They're going to do what they're going to do, and that's, that's fine. But go ahead. Well, you, could, you know, I did a video a long time ago um, entitled, it, 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 um, how can I say this? Do, do black lives matter when it comes to abortion? Mm-hmm. See, I don't think you can be pro-black and pro-abortion because, like, the statistics say like 19 million babies were aborted in the last, like, 30 years. Mm-hmm. So imagine what our population would be if that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You you part um, if if you go ahead and I'm gonna say something. You know, imagine with um, we wouldn't have some of these issues that we have in this country if that was the case, because there's strength in numbers. And the irony of this is. I hate to say this, but most of the women I know who've had abortions ultimately have had children. Okay. Or they, they they didn't stop the practice of having unprotected sex. Which is not a problem. Go on. So it was really for nothing. You know. So, you know, that that is just a it's just a problematic situation. That's all I'm saying. And think about this. You know, there are many ways to prevent pregnancy, and not a lot of women are knowing this, and some take advantage of it, some do, some don't. But, you see, this is my thing with a lot of ladies, because now saying, all right, you're by your choice, and you choose who you fuck, okay? So now when the baby's here, and then let's say the man decides to play his role, and he doesn't want enough to do it or don't want it, deal with you to the top. Now, you know, there are things in this country they do to really punish the male. You notice, Liam, I notice, you know, that they could take. But it seems to me the ones that exercise that option, they do. But someone, like you said, they rather just kill the baby altogether, don't want enough to do it. And there are many, there's many scenarios why they would do that. You know, there are some excuses why they always tell you why they do it, you know. Some of them even they'll tell you, say, well, I don't want to raise this child by myself. Or, you know, other things, you know. 
even to the point where I hear women say, well, you know, why is it I come in the bedroom and I have to tell this dude to put on a condom? I mean, I hear some stupid shit. <laughs> and I say, all right, so you tell me you're going to risk your body just sit for a nice little wine in the bedroom if you're really concerned that you don't want to get knocked up, you know. Because, you know, caution and prevention is better than anything else. But it goes back again, a lot of us don't exercise that enough. And if this is an issue of bringing life, or like you said, use abortion as a concept, especially using abortion as a concept, to me I find it very disgusting. So at times you sitting there just anytime anything gets into your body and you just go to the to the clinic just to have it removed, it tells me that there's no what we call self control. You know? Well, it's it's not necessarily about and I hate to say it this way. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily about self control. You know, part mm-hmm. part of the fact is it's a, it it's in some ways it has to do with hyperbole. You know, okay. if I can, if I can, in the way we see each other, if I can have a baby by a strong buck, maybe that baby can become an athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can have a baby by a guy who everybody um, deems as um, a stud, I can say, I want admirable. You know, maybe I can get some type of cash in the community. Mm-hmm. So you having these, you having these situations where even if you can't provide for a child, you might bring a child into the world because you think you're looking at it as a bailout package. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you know, or a way to to actually how can I say this as an as a future investment if the kid has the right size and genes. Mm. Mm. I see, I see, I see. But you know, subconsciously, even with the genes part, usually when women talk when we talk about even the genes, they look at it and say at the quality if they mess with this particular dude if he looks a certain way, they always want to look at the baby going to come out lighter. Is he going to have that so-called quote-unquote good hair, which is no such thing as good hair, but that's another story. That's another way they'll probably look at, you know, getting knocked up. You know, because they look at just the the substance of the baby, you know, what it looks like, you know, and say what you're trying to groom this baby or this child to be. It's very much superficial if you think about it. I just bring this child because, you know, I'm hoping it comes out looks much more beautiful, you know, yeah, than anything else. If it's a mm-hmm. girl, they want it to be beautiful. If it's a boy, mm-hmm. they want him to be um, profitable. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's a business move. I mean, to a degree... It's primal and natural because in part of our selecting process is attraction, you know, and what we're attracted to is what we want to re- is what we want to reproduce. Mm-hmm. But 
when you become attracted to materialism, that throws a whole nother um, intention into the mix. Mm-hmm. Because you're not necessarily um, attracted to a person by their physical qualities. You're attracted to which, which, what resources you can get out of them. And you're looking at it as, you know, if I can lay down for this amount of time, I can get what I want and maybe get, this is my long-term payout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, you know, like I said, they, they're hoping that they get something that will pan out in a long haul, per se. And, you know, that's probably, like, you, it's really primal you think about, it, Yeah, because really fem- females don't really think ahead like that, I'm saying, especially dudes that they select, you know. It's always, you know, you make my junk wet, so, you know, fuck it, you get in the bedroom, you know. <laughs> But you know, like I said, that that's normally the outcome. All right, I'm gonna check my lines. Uh, no one has a call in yet. Okay. Well, now we're gonna go into the Aisha Curry. Now, Am, did you catch? Well, I don't know if you caught my stream. I did uh, Aisha Curry. My takes on it. You know. Um, no, but you're running around this week, so I had to. Oh, oh, you didn't catch it. Okay. Um. But, you know, this was the, the hot topic of all topics for the past, actually, week, maybe two weeks now. Yeah. And it, it really drew a buzz to a lot of the dudes in regards <laughs> to, a, a, uh, you know, sisters can't be satisfied or any woman generally can't be satisfied, in other words. But I look at it a little bit differently. You know, I said my two cents on it on my stream. I'm not gonna go back and re- tell people what I said, but like I said, um, when she went on that show and expressed that she wants that same male validation and attention, just like her quote-unquote husband, it did went over a lot of her heads. It didn't went over to some of the females' heads, some not all, but I know it went over a lot of the dude's heads, you know. Well, really, what's your take on it, you know, from her expression of validation as a woman, you know? I think it was inappropriate to say on the national platform Um, because of the... Because I get she's had a baby. She's had another baby. She doesn't... She didn't get her body back. She's feeling kind of insecure, but she she also contradicts who she's been the last five or ten years. She she didn't want people looking at her and talking to her because she was a married woman, and now that she's a married woman, she wants people to look at her and talk to her to let her know she still got it. So that part of it is to me is inappropriate because ultimately, um, how can I say this? Mm-hmm. The, keep, keep it real, Aunt, ma'am. Just, we, we, no, we don't, no, we don't no, go no. I'm, just, I'm just trying to... It, 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 it came off with a bit of, you know, it's definitely insecure. You know, women can be insecure, so so what? Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, but she wanted to be the star of the family because it's certain common sense things that you just got to deal with. If you're dealing with a celebrity, you're dating a celebrity, you're married to a celebrity, part of their job when they're not is talking to people and signing autographs and, you know, dealing with complete strangers day in and day out. That's why you don't see celebrities out a lot because they're always bombarded everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. So she knows for a fact that anybody who knows who Steph Curry is, they know who Aisha is because he, mm-hmm. he, he goes out of his way to to promote her. So for her wanting male attention in particular, you know, to, to a degree it says, I take it as a compliment of black men because Aisha is considered a black woman. You know, people say we always we're dogish and we don't, you know, we don't respect people's relationships. But obviously, she feels like nobody talked to her in the last ten years. So that says that brothers respect their relationship to the point where they won't approach her, they won't talk to her, they won't try to get her attention or her number because they think what she has is a good relationship. And they're not gonna they're not gonna even interject themselves into that. You know. Mm-hmm. But also I think she's jealous of her husband and she's been competing with him because she's always wanted to be an actress. So if she can't get the attention he's getting, you know, what's it's a problem. But he's not gonna get that attention for maybe five more years. You know, if that mm-hmm. so you know, he's not going to be a regular dude ever, but he's still going to, you know, they're not going to be in the spot like that. There's going to be another player come along. And you don't hear the other wives complaining about that kind of thing because she's the most famous active basketball wife there is. She's more famous than LeBron's wife. You know, she's more yeah. famous than Russell Westbrook's wife. You you name a good player who has a girlfriend or wife, you may not even know what she looks like, but you know what Aisha looks like and you know her name. So to yeah. me, she's just being greedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned, uh, I'm not sure because to me it pushed her because she's more of a, a lot of Hugh sister, quote unquote. You know, maybe that's why, but you're right. If you look at all the other celebrities, especially ones that are sports athletes that are married to sisters, regardless of their mix or not, that they're not put like that from spotlight per se. I mean, I don't see LeBron's wife put in the spotlight that even on Wells. Who's that wife you said? Um, I, I mean, the only Oh, you mean Sierra? Yeah. Like, even, okay. even her. She's not – she was famous for being – um, a, a recording artist. Yeah. But if you think about fame, I mean, they're pretty much what and what. And, and Aisha Curry wasn't a famous recording artist. Mm-hmm. And, she, you know, and, and Future is one of the reasons why that situation is as big as it is because of the scandal involved with it. But Aisha mm-hmm. Curry... She pretty much stands alone as far as athlete, uh, athletes' wives. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I, I, I mean, Michael Jordan's wife was the same. Um, Charles Barkley's wife wasn't this thing. Like I could see, you know, Deion Sanders' wife weren't this thing. Mm-hmm. As many huge athletes as I could think about, I can't. It, <laughs> even um, Shaq's wife, Shawnee, she wasn't this famous. Um, and, you know, and she's not. She's still not as famous as Aisha Curry. She got the dog on basketball license. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I mean, for me, for me, she just, you know, she doesn't know when to when to just, you know, say she's one. Mhm. Yeah, and another thing, it also goes back. Well, I hear a lot of males, not women, but males saying that you know, even the spotlight alone was a bother to her because she's taking medication, which really she should be seeing a psychologist because I know your your degree is in psychology, so, you know, but no, she but should be seeing. She could be seeing a psychiatrist. It's the same thing. It's just they give her medication. Yeah. She's taking medication for anxiety and all this nonsense instead of seeing an actual, you know, like you said, a psychiatrist for those type of problems. But, you know, you know when it comes to us as people, we don't like to go see quote, unquote, shrinks for our mental issues. We rather go to the pastor or, you know, do something else for our mental problems, which I find it a problem, especially in our stage as the rest of people will be going. Because the mental illness, what we're displaying out, is just getting worse. It was never addressed during the times of enslavement, and it's still not addressed now. So the continued operating where we are right now, mentally, you know, I'm I'm surprised we even <laughs> we still together, much as um still cohabitating. You know, to be honest with you, but you know that's not a story. But you know, to take drugs for things like that. I mean, yeah, you need to go, and you know, you got the resource to really. It's no excuse. This, this is my thing. If you're a certain status and you're going for that and you take a medication, that's shame on you. You need to take the resource available that you already have presented to you, and you have the funds to really go seek real help. Now sit down and say, take a drug. Pushing pills is not going to solve your problem. And I'm not sure why most of people are, are falling under that, that trap that if they put, get a pill, it's going to wash away. No, it will not wash that, that shit away. And that's what I like. Well, you know. So, you know, yeah, what she did was, even I said it was very inappropriate. It kind of left you vulnerable, you know, and it opens the door for other so-called, you know, parasites to get in your business and probably, you know, mess around with your hubby if he's not really fucking around anyway. If he is or not, you know, we don't know. You know, it just opens the, the gates more. And, you know, it, it makes me say that, think of this. Okay, you seek it less, you want attention like your, your, your husband or I. So a lot of dudes will take that and say, it seemed to me that you're trying to get, <laughs> I like to use this word, am, a pookie and Ray Ray to lay down on you. That's the, I don't like using that word. I don't, know, I don't know why we got so accustomed to that lately. This lame and pookie Ray Ray nonsense, you know? But last month, it's ridiculous. But I'm just, I'm just saying that's what I'm thinking that that's what she wants on the side. 
Like she's get she wants side naked to handle that. You know. These stupid things. I mean, that's just me. That's how I'm thinking about. Get me? I mean well one of the things was I had to think about it after the fact. She talked about him in a sense of uh Instagram model. You know, she never she she's insecure because of Instagram. You know. And the problem with that is the Instagram models want her like. And she wants the Instagram models um the 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 attention they get from their thirst friend. Uh-huh. So she's not really taking into consideration that that's a trade-off that she'll feel stupid in the end for taking. As far as, like, the Pookie and Ray Ray thing, I don't think that she wants that whatsoever because ultimately, you know, when people talk about the men cheat, they forget that the wives and girlfriends, they are just as promiscuous as these unfaithful uh, husbands and boyfriends. All these girl trips where they just go vacationing and drinking and shopping, they're screwing people too. Yes. They don't so, talk about that. Yeah. Right. So, you know, Aisha knows all too well. She, the fact that he's not brought up in those situations, she's not brought up in those situations, kind of says it's a good thing about both of them because they're not involved in the, in the nonsense. And mm-hmm. You know, some people try to make it sound great and exciting and grand and it's worthwhile. The truth be told, those stories never end with. Mm-hmm. Never. You know, mm-hmm. so I think she's just reaching for something that she thinks she wants, but she doesn't really want it because when she gets it, if she was to get it, um, she would realize she played it. Mhm. Yeah. Yes, indeed, indeed. And you know, don't ask what you wish for. And, and you know, it's funny you mentioned girl trips, and we all remember the movie Girl Trips. I did not watch, but that's what goes on when a lot of women are single. Last time I checked, am I right? Girl. So why would married women or anybody that's in a relationship would entertain a girlship with other women? Now, if they're in a real serious relationship, a man wouldn't condone his own either girlfriend or wife, whatever, go on some girl trip with a bunch of single women or women that's married. Basically, because that's what goes on. But you know. Yeah, but they don't want to. They don't want to fess up to that part. Say it one more time. But then they don't want to fess up to that part. Yeah. 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 It's always the guys that they're blaming, but they're not really t- taking into account what the girlfriends are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, most of these girlfriends, you know, I ain't going to say most of them, um, but they know they have a, a system of places to go, people to meet, people to mess with, 
And what you mm-hmm. think about all this quote-unquote pookies and ray rays, you got to understand something. I mean, they could be in the equation, but the problem is they have to find those type of guys because they're not in those neighborhoods, they're not in those environments, mm-hmm. they're not at those at the same restaurants, they're not at the same, um, they don't shop at the same places. Mm-hmm. So to get in that situation, you really got to go hunt. And mm-hmm. I don't, a lot of these girls, they don't do that. They, 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 they pretty much, just like the men have a, a group of women that they pass around, Mm-hmm. The, the women know there's a group of men in, the, in that same industry that are known for, you know, being with other people's women or being with numerous women. So it's just pick your poison. Yeah. You're right. You're right. All right. All right. So let me open Joshua's line. See, Joshua wants to have any. What's up, Joshua? What's good? Hey, what's brother? going on? All right, what's going on? Uh, I'm, I'm trying. All right, uh, you gotta. I'm trying to see who your guest is because I, 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 I want to be, be, uh, be on. You know, be in line with the question, with the t- topic is. Who's your guest today? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. My, my my good friend returned to TRS Lamb Movement. L O K M Movement. Oh okay, oh, okay, oh okay. Yeah, no, I, I just wanted to say, um, you know, as far as the um, Miss. Curry was concerned. Um, but that was a good point that that, that that was brought out about her, about the uh, other women, you know, like LeBron James' wife, et cetera. Those women are, are, are not trying to seek a, a, attention. I thought, and, and, and when you said that, I was like, hmm, I've never looked at it like that. I forgot to look at it that way, that these women, these men are just as famous as Curious. In some cases, LeBron's probably even more famous because people tend to like him better because he's LeBron. But, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but yeah. But that's a good point about those other women are, are not worrying about attention uh, or, or competing. And that's one thing I do understand. But that's been my contingent: the fact that she she thinks she needs to compete with him, which I think is kind of dumb because of why are you competing with your husband? I mean, he put you where you he put you where a lot of women would want to be. So why would you compete with him? So I just thought that, that was kind of ironic, you know, that, that that happened. So, but, yeah, that was a good point. I just wanted to bring that out, too. And, and like I said, I, I, my own personal opinion is that I don't feel sorry for her at all. I, I really don't. I mean, I, I think that she has everything she needs. I think he's for her. And, and some people are, are probably saying, well, if something's going on, you know, between them two. And I said, well, if it was something going on between them two, my thought would be like, well, won't you bring it to your husband? Do it the proper way. Just bring it to him behind closed doors and say, hey, this is what I'm feeling right now. But I don't think it's that anymore myself. I just think that she's wanting attention. You see, I think she wanted attention from other men, and which I found it's an insult because – other men can't approach her and do what he does for her from a financial standpoint. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why she would want attention from other men because some men won't give her attention because he knows what he cannot do for her. He said, I can't do that. I can't do what Curry doing for you. I mean, he can yeah. sex her. He can give her some sex. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's how I look at that. I mean, that's all I have to say on that. I'm done, man. Mm-hmm. And think about this, Joshua. It brings a sense of intimidation by the average. Now, mind you, maybe to do that walk up and try to approach her, they'll come with some respect or intim- intimidate one or the other. But there is at the end of it, some sense of respect. Besides the DMs, which a lot of women and men have social media accounts on, so, you know, there are some of those dudes that will be brave to hit the DM if they entertain it. But overall, confronting, let's say, a, care, uh, a statue like her, yeah, they're not going to do that, you know. So for a woman to really go out her way to really express that, and some women will sit there defend that, it shows that, you know, as always, our ladies are going to be very consistent and be on code with fuckery. <laughs> right, right. right. And say, well, girl, you know, you're right. You know, you, you want to feel validated. Yeah, you're right, but you, you say that behind closed fucking doors. Beep. You know what I'm saying? And I was going to say right. that. About me. Be, be nice. I'm not trying to use a B word. Um, but and, other and, that, cause like, yeah, go ahead. Can I say something? And, and this is the thing. You know, if, if, if you look at the character of, of, of Steph Curry, his character mm-hmm. is not like brothers that will be, that sisters will be attracted to anyway. Um, if, if Curry was not playing basketball, I don't think a lot of women would be attracted to him. And in mm-hmm. that sense, you know, because he's doing this a nice guy. I mean, he comes off that way. At least that's what he's pro- uh, projecting. So, you know, mm-hmm. generally speaking, they wouldn't like him anyway. I mean, that's just my, my that's, that's my, you know, how I'm looking at it. They wouldn't like him anyway. Um, again, I, I have a thing where I don't think <laughs> this is my personal opinion. I'm, I'm bringing my personal self into it a little bit. I, I, I don't think a lot of people like nice guys anyway. That's just my personal opinion. So I think Curry will fall, will fall, will fall right into that. They, he will fall into that, and they might not even find him attractive. He, they, they might see him as someone who's lame, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, whatever. Then you have the colorism aspect of it. The color man, you know, would, would say that, oh, he's light. He's too light for them. That plays a big part mm-hmm. in it, too. And that plays a big part. And a lot of people say that that's not happening, but it is happening. You see, so, mm-hmm. but uh, that, that plays a whole part in it, too. So I don't even think they will even pay me much attention. So um, that's all I got to say, man. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Thank you, Joshua. Um, I'll say something real quick about this. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, one of the first things I brought up, like O'Shea talked about it, me and him talked about it, and one of the first things I brought up wasn't her. My issue, my initial issue, that seemed to be the bigger issue for me personally, was she got daughters. Mm-hmm. And that was a bad look for her daughters. Because how you gonna explain to your daughters that you you want other people's attention but their dad? Mm. I never thought of that. That's, I never thought of that. That's a good that's a good thing. You brought that up. I never thought of it. Go on. You know, that that to me was a was was a, a big issue because they're gonna to have to have that 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 talk for why they're being in the house or something. You know, because the little girl is going to be like, well, you don't want to talk to, you, you don't want dad to say it. You, who who do you want to say that you're pretty? Like, who? 
You know, that's a situation where no parent wants to explain that to their child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but, you know, it, when we get caught on a lot of these celebrities and they, how they express their feelings, and not only their feelings, but this is my thing with a lot of our people today because we worship a lot of celebrities, and I, my view is that that's a form of entertainment that has to be cut out out of the nine areas of black activity, entertainment that you start to emulate them to everything you want to have the latest things, just like the celebrities. You want to carry on like them. Hell, you want to view your relationships like the celebrities. And to me, when people get when people get to that direction and operate like that, you the way how your life is going to run is going to be totally not only different, but it's not going to be good in your favor going that same route by watching your latest celebrity. If we look at a lot of young women, or women that's millennials or millennial Zs, whatever you want to call them, they look up to the to this um, Stephen Curry family. Even to where they idolize Aisha because she's like that quote unquote perfect mom. You get me? And when they found out that she went out pocket and said that, it kind of drew a light of reality and said, you know, if their relationship is broken, I don't want to see myself getting married. You know? <laughs> so they view reality by what they see on TV. And I'm saying, you can't base how you going to live your life by other people you see on TV because your life is totally different from theirs. And not only that, they got the money resource and they flunked it just as much as you. The only problem is they got a lot of it, so they're going to spend a lot more. You get me, ma'am? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's my thing, you know, that, you know, no one's perfect. So the one thing people didn't really get out of that is it should show a template that no relationship is perfect. Me and Amir Brown, he talked about this on his own stream. You probably talked about O'Shea, especially that aspect about the, how the dog's going to feel, because I want people to learn, just not to watch eyelids, but to learn that, you know, what these people go through, you go through in your life. No different. And there's no such thing as no perfect of anything. So that's one thing that I kind of, I get, I could take out of all this, you know. And I hope some of them are learning, which, you know, it's hard for women, young women to really learn nowadays because they sit there, they'll still do the same thing like some dudes. But, again, if you're going to be watching this or get anything out of this, learn from what these people are doing with their mistakes so you don't operate the same mistakes. That's all. Um, let me see who's on the line. Are you there? I hope you're online. Yeah, hello. Yeah, what's up, man? It's fast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Yeah, I, I, just, I was online, but I just stepped back in. You guys are talking about uh, Mrs. Curry. Um, we were talking about a lot of things off facts if you listened to earlier in the show. Well, I, actually, I wasn't. I just, I just stepped in. Okay, and you guys right, well, right, right. that's fine. Wow. All right, yeah, yeah. So, what's the basis of the main topic about Curry? That's what I was. Uh, no, man, it's just the psychology of the black female, just entirely. That's all. I um, mean, we were talking about certain things about hypergamy to a bunch of things. You, know, you had to go back and listen. I can't really go into 
Oh, well, maybe I'll just step back and I'll um, listen to more and I'll um, get on the topic. But you I'll, guys say this. I'll say this, Alfax, since you listened briefly. And I'm not sure if you said this before in previous shows. I have views on this. Because I'm not sure. I, I, did I ever talk about before I had Am come on? No, I don't think I really mentioned it much. Maybe I have. I don't. Yeah, we did with Charles. We talked about this. But to expound a little further, do you feel with our women today, psychologically, with any behavior they conduct, do you feel, and no one said that, will it come realization that they're going to get better or it's going to just go downhill with our sisters? And anything they do, especially with, in regards, let's say, now they, they introduce equality now. So now certain things that you, if you're in the military, for say, and you're a woman, you're only supposed to do certain things that a man can do. Now everybody's equal. You have to do the same things. And some women don't like that, even to the point where some of them were in their feelings about this, um, what they call this um, heart bill, bill about the abortions. <laughs> like, they, like they don't want, they, they yeah. want equality. Effects, but they really don't want equality like that. They just want to reap the benefits of the system, give them, but don't want the exact, real equality. Like you're now in the even playing field like a man. This is where the pushback starts. Well, yeah, it just, me, me putting my opinion, my observation, it's just economics. Um, me personally, it's not going to turn back. Once you have a woman start making money, they're not going to go stop saying, I'm not going to make money. They're going to find a way, whether they have family, watch their children. I mean, women are still going to produce, but the options of making money will always be there. And it has always been going on before. I think I think uh, this, I mean, women have always worked. They've always had to take care of children, and they always had to work throughout Africa, not just not in this uh, quote-unquote um, um you know, uh, what's that leave it to beaver type shit? That's that's Hollywood. I mean, women has always had to work. Even if even if grandma had to watch their children, the women still had to go out and work in the fields. They had to put their hands to work and do other than just cooking, uh, uh, caring for the children. That is Hollywood. That's not how... In in historic history, that's how not women had to, to be, just just not. So I mean, and and so 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 I guess women says, well, hold up, I'm doing other things. A man just not going to treat me any old kind of way. My bottom line is, and I'll and I'll fall back, and I'll just try to make it nice, short, and sweet. Money empowers people. So women are always going to have their feminality to them. They're going to be feminine. They're going to have children. They're going to want to have sex with a man, but they're going to want to make money. And men, you're going to make money too. And I'm just saying it has to be a balance. I mean, you just got to accept it. I mean, don't be too uh, uh, less of a man if your woman's making money. Because, see, it, 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 and, and this is where the empowerment comes in with women. If she's making money, she may not put up with the bull crap a man may put her through. She can get out and roll and have her own stuff. 
You know what I'm saying? If a woman's making money, man don't have to worry about alimony all the time. A man can say, hey, I don't have to pay her bills. She can pay her own bills. I can get joint custody. So there's benefits. Uh, 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 well, I'm just saying me. This is in my eyes. Of it. There's benefits when a woman is working. This is not all negative. Well, what, well, what about the benefits? Everyone always talk about there is there's all these negative parts of a woman not staying home and work. But what are the benefits? You never want to talk. And I'm just saying, if you want to give an argument, look at the pros and cons of any situation. And I think some men out here, they feel less of a man because he doesn't have that control over a woman. Well, hey, if I'm making all the money, I can go out, I can go get a chick on the side, and she's always going to be home because she's she has to stay home in that house with those kids. I can do what I, I can be free and loose as a man, spread my seed all across town, but as long as I bring home the money, she's going to be there. And then guess what? Times change. Men went to war. Sometimes women had to be forced into the work field because men were fighting each other on the battlefield, and she had to do certain things. So some people can say, well, it's the men's fault why, why women had to go do certain things. I don't know how people want to look at it. I mean, people look at life in a whole in, in different angles. The only thing I'm saying is, at the end of the day, us men, we still have to be manly men. We have to be masculine. And don't think just because a woman brings over the check that that's going to, I mean, you're going to lose your masculinity. Me, I'm not going to lose my masculinity. I'm still going to be that man. Whether she can bring home more money than me, I'm still going to be that man. And she and, and she'll respect me if I'm going to be that man. She wants to go home, and she still wants to brag to her friends that, yes, I'm making $100,000 a year, but I got man. My man is a manly man, quote, unquote, a manly man. My man does this. Any woman wants to brag on her, her mate to her friends. So to me, and that's, that's not, and I, and I just say, um, and I'll fall back after this. I just have to add. I don't know where people get that that black women don't like nice men. Where does that come from? That's 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 just, to me that's disrespectful to say black women don't like nice men. They like men to beat up on them. They like to quote unquote. <laughs> Hold up, just because a just because a guy does criminality outside of his home doesn't mean he doesn't come home and be nice to that woman. You never know. You know, I don't know. I don't know if Al could have, quote unquote, Al Capone. He could have been. I mean, I mean, when I'm not going to use him as an example, I don't know any black kingpin. He might have did all that stuff in the street. Might have killed a whole lot of people. But when he comes home, he's loving to that woman. He's nice. Some men hide their uh, their. Um, how would I put it? Their their uh, uh, improprieties to their women. Some women are surprised. Some women may know. She may say, "You know what? I stand by that man no matter what he does because he takes care of home." So to, just to say, just because a man is aggressive to other men, 
and he's a quote-unquote, he has this image, that doesn't mean when he comes home he's not a man, he's not a loving father, or he's not, or he, he doesn't treat her nice, or he doesn't think. I mean, you know, a guy may go out and he may beat up a lot of men, but when he comes home he doesn't beat up on his woman. So to say that okay. black women... I'm just using I'm, I'm a fallback. I'm a fallback, and no, I'll no, listen. No. I, just, I, just, I, I hear what you're saying, and I got to get back to you first and foremost. Yeah, 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 just, just real quick. But to but the, the, the have this, that black women don't like nice men, well, she may not like a man that dress up in suits every damn day. She doesn't like that type of guy. But just to say that she doesn't like a man to treat her nice with respect, I don't know where that comes from. But uh, that may be a lot of people experience. But I'm just saying, just to blame, we come out and say that. Um, that's that's looking, that's saying a lot of bad stuff about black women. I, I can't say that. So I don't know. Here's the one, the one thing about, and I'm gonna put it back about what you said. Uh, that that becomes prevalent, too prevalent, and I. When somebody is considered nice, we figure out a way to say maybe they got some devilish qualities. But when somebody has actual devilish qualities, you figure out a way to say maybe they're a good person at heart. And that's where part of the problem, the bulk of it lies. Because like you were talking about, you know, if a guy is in the street being a criminal, he could still be a nice person. Well, you can't necessarily be a criminal and a nice person. You can Mm -hmm. So the problem with that is, the, the ideology is I could be a murderer and a drug dealer, but when I go home, I'm nice to a woman, so that makes me a nice person. But if I'm a nice person in society, I could come home and be a devil to a woman, but that's just a theory that's up in the air. And, and, and that's where we, paint, we, we as a people have a problem because we paint, we paint negative people as positive and positive people as negative, and then when we leave the negative people with the people who view them as positive and they, and they do negative stuff to them, then you blame the positive people. Yeah, I, I agree. Right, and, and I understand, and, and, I'm, and, and like I said, I, I understand what you're saying. You're right. But this is the fact of the matter is we're human beings in all of us. Let me speak to myself. I have negative things about me. And I have positive things about me. I'm not all good, and I'm damn sure not all bad. Right. That's just a fact. That is so. So that's so. So 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 when we know, and then I move that from myself, and I look out in the world, I'll say a minister. Every minister, he a minister says he is without. He a minister would tell you he's not Jesus Christ. He he sinned. He has some bad things. He doesn't do everything perfect. So none of us, some ministers, in a limelight, he treats his congregation, well, he may abuse his wife behind closed doors because the congregation doesn't know how he lives with his wife. His wife is not going to come. The first lady of the church is not going to come and says, well, we got into the argument and he shoved me because she wanted to protect his image. What I'm saying is, just to say that 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 if a man like for instance I I can't even expect I like Obama okay Obama when you use Michelle Obama's book I want to use a black person now 
that marriage went through certain things. He, everyone says, oh, everyone on the outside looking and say, Obama was a great guy. Obama didn't do nothing bad in his life. His marriage was perfect. They was on the verge of divorce. Their relationship got stressful. So what I'm trying to just say is, is that it's a word. Everybody's not all bad. And I'm just saying that I, I'm just going to put them on a blanket statement. I, I did go to the extreme because I think that's what people are picturing, that uh, a, a black woman, they like to thug. And that, that's the only reason why I use that uh, uh, example. And because I'm just going off the top of the head, man. I'm really not putting no, too, no. too much huh? no. on it. I'm just saying is I, I can't say that black women – just like the bad quote-unquote guy, they like the criminal because the criminal has the macho this. They don't like the Mr. Nice guy. They don't like guys bringing them roses. They don't like guys rubbing their feet and things of that nature or being a caring home guy. I can't say that. I can't no, I, say I know, that. I know you, you can't say that, but I'm not even saying. What I'm saying is, is not actually that to a degree. It's part of what you just said. We have this, we have this thing where... When you're talking about a minister, what is the guy, what is, it, is it Barnabas or Barbara? The one that was crucified next to Jesus, that was the murderer. Barnabas, Barnabas, yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, the one that he let go, yeah. But, but, but how, even when you were talking about the minister, that's what we do. Like, we, we make excuses for Barnabas. And then we say, hmm, that Jesus, hmm, he might have choked the puppy when he was 12. I don't know. I can't trust him, but, you know, Barnabas, he's a good guy. I mean, you know, he killed a motherfucker, but, you know, I mean, and, and, and this, this spills over to when men date women because women look at men as in that same type of, in that same type of uh, ideology where, you know, this is where the you're too nice comes from. You know, if somebody's too... They're nice, they're too nice, I don't trust. But if you got a little bit of edge to you, then somewhere has got to be a glimmer of good. And it's like, you know, we're we taking this don't judge, a, don't judge a book by its cover when it's negative, but be skeptical of the book when it looks positive. Right. And, 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 and let me just, this is like the... Uh... The Italians or, or the mob or, you know, they dress up in suits, they do their street part, but a lot of those, they say that they're good fathers, they're good family men. Do you, do, do, do you know what I'm saying? I'm saying they do their dirt in the street. And they, they, they're businessmen, they do their crimes, but when they come home, you can't deny that they're not, Good fathers. Now, of course, I'm not even talking about the criminality. I'm just trying to separate. And people say, well, you can't separate. That's the, no, well, we all have different titles. Some people are a father. They are a brother. They are a cousin. You know, they may be a manager at their jobs. We all have multiple titles. And what I'm saying is titles. You can't say that. And and, and I, I'm not even talking about, well, let's move from criminality. Let's just talk about a, a guy that's a liar. You know what I'm saying? Hold he, on, hold he, on. Hold on. I'm not someone's going to keep him. Okay, go Before you take that, I'll, I'm glad you said a guy that's a liar. Because when you talked about Italian, they're on the tour of right. life. <laughs> this is true. I'm, this is true. I'm, this is true. I'm a businessman. 
No, you're right. a criminal. I'm in the pharmaceuticals. No, I'm in, you're a drug dealer. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm in the construction. No, you're in the murdering people and putting bodies in, in sight. See, but then they'll tell you, but I'm a good father. If he, if he lies, if lying is a part of how he makes a living, why would you believe him if he said he's a good father? Because these same, these same gangsters that you're talking about had a thing for screwing black chicks on the side, did they not? Yes, they did. Did they take care of them black kids that they made? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. So, you know, but they're good fathers. Uh, those same people had, had got killed or went to jail, and they weren't there for their kids. Were they considered deadbeats? Because they told everybody that they were good fathers. I'm not, it's like my grandparents used to say, that's what your mouth says. Right, you know, right, right. Just because they said something doesn't mean I got to believe it because we all can say that most criminals in general are complete liars. So uh, that's all I was Like when you said that part, that's what made me think of it. So I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you when you said it. But you don't, right, but, but, but that's like I said, if, if I cheat on my wife, she can't say, if me and my wife get into a, we get a divorce, she can't say I'm not a good father to my children. She, 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 she can't say that. She, she, she can't say, well, you know, if, if me and I get into it, right, and whatever it is, she can't say that I'm not a good father to my children because my children may not even be oblivious of my cheating. They, they, my, 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 my children would say, I love my father despite of my, despite of my father cheating on you, I still love my father. You can't take that. Right, right. But then, well, I didn't say, well, man, your mother went through things and I do these things, but child, I still love you and I will take care of you and they still going to do that. But then you got a woman to say, well, your father did this. He ain't no good. He ain't no good. And I was always taught that despite of anything, especially when you go through a divorce, the other parent never, excluding physical violence, the other parent never, never degrades the other parent in front of the other children. You never do that. You, 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 you never have a man say, your mother ain't shit, your mother ain't this, your mother ain't this, because you're trying, even though you may say that, the children's going to say, I still love my mother. You don't do that. You don't downgrade enough parent in front of them children, excluding, I would just say, excluding if the father or, or their physical abuse. If a man is beating his, his woman in front of the kids, then when the kids are saying how bad the dad is. You see what I'm saying? So like yeah. I say again, sometimes we have to separate titles. Just because I cheated on my wife doesn't mean I'm not a good father to my children. Yeah, but the problem with separating things like that is you, you, that's, still a, that's still a you. It's just like, it's just like being on the basketball team. Just because I cheated and helped the other team doesn't mean I'm not a good team. Well, you're not trustworthy anymore either. Well, but I'm stuck with you because we're on the same team. Right. But then again, you know, who's perfect? Like, 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 you don't have to. That's the thing about, about, about life in general. Life ain't perfect and people don't have to be perfect. But you, but, right. you, but, you, but don't, I'm not, 
Don't put yourself in a predicament where you are expecting forgiveness for things that other people didn't do to you. You get what I'm saying? So because you, you don't get to control how people respond to what you do. You only get to to, to control what you do. So right, you're not talking receive. about the women. Right, because you're not the receiver. Right. Huh? Right, because you're not the receiver of it. Somebody yeah. else is receiving it. Right. Right. I got that, that becomes problematic because, like, you know, and we, you know, everybody does the same thing when you're talking about the, you know, barring uh, abuse, you shouldn't talk bad about the other parent. But that was mostly from you speaking about a mother, you know, not talking bad about a mother. But you know it's pretty much normal practice for mothers to talk bad about fathers regardless. It shouldn't do that. It goes both ways, it though. It shouldn't be doesn't mean Like, we're talking about an ideal Versus what actually happened. Right, but the right, 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 right. But we should try to eliminate. It. I know that I know that it happens, but we should try to um, try to. Then uh, you're never going to eliminate it, but you also try to knock it to a minimum. I'm just what? saying, regardless of that, you don't you don't talk bad about no. You know, you trying to corrupt the children to hate your mother or your father. Or, they, or their mother or their father, because they don't have nothing to do with that. And me and my wife going through something, and whatever it is has something to do, that's between them. But you, you don't drag your children into it, and you don't try to brainwash your children to hate another parent. That's just me personally. Now, I understand what you're saying. People still do it, but we should try to eliminate that, you know. And that's what I always talk. Regardless, of, I'm just speaking about me. I will never ever sit down and tell my children or what have you. I don't care what they do about me, but I'm not going to say, oh, your mother this or your mother that or your mother this or your mother that. No. I let them learn that on their own because 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 if they don't like their mother, let the children find out about that on their own. Let them come and tell me, well, I don't understand why she does this or I don't understand because dad does this or this, or I saw dad doing this, and that's and that's something that the the, the, the children and the um, and the parent or the other parent should get involved in. I'm just saying I wouldn't do it, and that's some evil stuff to try to get a uh, a child to uh, hate the uh, hate that parent. That's I mean that's just my opinion. I wouldn't do this shit. I wouldn't do it because that's some evil stuff, man. That's 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 like brainwashing and trying to take the lives. Like I said, I might go out there, I might cheat, we might get a divorce. You can say, Oh yeah, your father did this. Now we going through a divorce. Your father ain't nothing. He don't need to be seeing y'all. Y'all father don't care about y'all. No, I just ain't care about this marriage. I still love my children. I may fall in love I, I may fall out of love with my wife. That doesn't mean I don't love my children. See, my children will always be my children, but my wife may not always be my wife. But here's the problem with that, though. You didn't. The problem is not is the agreement you make, right? If she, if she's your wife, to okay. hold and to hold, to love and cherish. Right, I got that. So when, when you take that vow before God, whether it goes with a man or woman, just because just you fell out of love. You still broke a vow. You broke right. a word, and now you're going to act right. like it's not a big deal. 
No, 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 it is. Divorce. But having said that, that does not mean, remember, we wear multiple titles. I am a father and I am a husband. I may but not always be a father. Right, but, right, right. But, but guess what? I may not always be a husband, but I'm always going to be a father. That changes all the time. Once you have biological children, that's your children forever. See, you, you, you see what I'm saying? That's, that can't change. You see what I'm saying? She may not always have a wife. According to the wife. To the your name Because the children have your last name. So no matter how you slice it, she's still going to be a death vow. It's still going to affect her because she can't necessarily move on if she has kids with you without your name. I understand. I understand where you're coming from, man. And listen, this is this is this is a nice conversation. I understand what you're saying. Some people may be hearing you saying, "Okay, well, you coming from a woman's point of view. I'm maybe coming from a man's point of view." But no, people, no, I mean, hold on. Well, I'm just saying this conversation that we're talking about right now. It causes a whole lot of shit in a lot of people's um, relationships. This is some real stuff right now. What we're talking no, about, and people. It's a lot. I'm 100% honest when I say this. Like, I, I okay. have, like, I, all, all my homeboys, we've had these talks about infidelity. And I'm the one friend out of all my friends that say the same thing. If you cheat, I don't want to hear your story about you being heartbroken if you catch her cheat. Right. Right. So, you know, that's the one thing that I, if you're a cheater, and you get cheated on, I, I believe shut up. Right. If, if, if you're willing to cheat and leave and you get cheated on and left, shut up. That's the part about, you know, if you're going to play the game, understand you can't turn around, even as a man, you can't turn around and say, but I'm a man, I'm supposed to cheat. But as a woman, you're not supposed to cheat. And, right. and you're wrong. No. Right. You make this situation, you got to lay in. Right. So, well, I'm, I'm being honest about me. Um, well, I did cut you off, but I just got to say, I'm being honest about me. Let me talk about me and somebody else. In my younger days, a woman, you know what I mean, um, you know, in my younger days and stuff, a woman, you know, cheated on me. We was going out and stuff like that. She cheated on me, right? I was upset. My homeboy said this. Hey, let me ask you a question. Did you cheat? And he just stuck me right there. And then I had to say, well, hold up. I did cheat on that woman. I did do something beside her back. And then that, that kind of made me stop going nuts and going crazy. I was heartbroken, mad as I don't know what. Believe it or not, I'm going to tell on myself, crying like I don't know what. Couldn't believe it because it shocked me that she would actually do something like that. But my homeboy said, let me ask you one question. Have you ever cheated? And it just stuck me right there. And it kind of helped me say, well, shit, I'm not, no, um, I'm not no better. You see what I'm saying? Because that can go over. And then, and then some people on the line say, well, men and women are different. Men, we're dogs. We're visual. So we might go out there and we might do a thing. But her as a woman, she's supposed to stay home with them kids and she can get pregnant and she can be in. She better not do that. No, man. It's about cheating, you know what I mean? That's where we, some people have double standards in our society. But, yeah, um, like I said, I mean, we, this, this is a tough subject, um, and um, I have to say to each his own on that, but um, 
But yeah, I don't know. The only thing I'm just saying, sometimes we wear different titles. Um, we and all of us, all of us wear different titles, and sometimes, and certain titles we're good at. You know, we 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 stay on point, and then some titles we're not as good at. You know, we're all faulty. But I totally did. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you on that. I totally agree with you. But uh, yeah. But this, this basically, I'm gonna say I'm gonna fall back for a minute. Um, cause I'm gonna eat something. I'm gonna fall back for a minute. But I'm just saying, man, women, they they go out here and make that money. Men don't get so mad. You know, try to um. You may have it a benefit. Still be your man. Still be who you are. And don't, just because she got some money, hey, you may not have to pay a dinner. She may say, you know what, hey, you may not have to pay for my gas. You know what I mean? It's been made me a way that we, where, you know, you can have more savings in your account. She can bring up something for the table. But, man, you know, you still lay it down in the bedroom. You still a macho man, you know, things of that nature. So, um. But but that's basically all right. I'm running my mouth a little bit too much, but I'm gonna fall back and um wait to hear the next topic. That's it. And um, thanks. Right. Uh, it's been nice talking to you. Thanks. All right. Let me open it. I'm open the line. This is he, brother G. Yeah. What's up, Gary? <clears throat> Almost Let me open it one more other line. Um. All right. Who's this? Is that Big J? Yeah. Oh, it's brother G, man. All right, so go ahead, Buzz G. Yeah, if anyone wants to add this conversation. I'm not going to add. Um, somewhat um, bring something to your guest. I think he said he was um, into the study of the mind, I guess relationships, a.k.a. Uh, psychology. A little bit. Yes. Okay. So I'm not going to be the devil's advocate in this, but um, I think sometimes we, we have a tendency to uh, be – harshly and judgmental when people do speak the truth. And then when they speak the truth, people don't accept it. Then they want them to um, um, somewhat um, take back what they said. And I think this young lady was just trying to be um, forward while she was on this other young lady's couch, Jada Pinkett, and I understand this public. But this one I'm going to make a statement in. Um, does anybody know who um, Steph Curry's mom is? Sonia, Sonia Curry. Yeah. That she has a that she has a Haitian background, Christianity, sports, educator, elementary administrator, started. Yeah. Well, what does that have, what does, okay, but what does it have to do with the topic? Well, Jay, Jay, I'm talking. Jay, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the to to the guest, brother. Hold on, Jay. Thank you, Brother I, Jay. I know of his mother, but I don't know her whole background. Okay. The point I'm getting ready to say is that um, sometimes you have a strong, uh, opinionated female side. And I'm sure Dell doesn't mind when his wife speaks up. And if Steph, who uh, learned the craft from his father, but learned his discipline from his mother, is it possible that his wife is somewhat like his his, his mom, Miss Sonia, forward, the administrator, the matriarch, the matriarch, matri dean of the family? Dell was not really one to be very vocal um, when he did hook up with the wife. You know, um, she I'm gonna say I'm gonna use the word knew her role only because of the uh, sacrilege of religion being very religious. 
um, understood being a wife, but I'm sure she was a very, uh, I hate to use the word strong, use the word stringent, same word, of an administrator to that family, to the family views, to what direction they were going in. And And I think we probably a little too harsh on Steph because some people don't want to see Steph uh, uh, sit back and don't say anything. But Steph could be more like his father. As long as no one, like my brother said, became an infidel and and broke the vow, there's no harm. But I think what we do is we tend to have a tendency to be so judgmental when people say things. And then the first thing we want to do is come with our own imagination to where it'll end up at. We don't know where I end up at. We, we can't predict the future. But that was only an interview of someone speaking something that bothers them. So I'm saying to you, my brother in psychology, Steph, who was, a, I'm sure, a brother who's, who's, who's probably um, uh, very capable of, of deciding what's good for his family or something that's going to be detrimental to his family. And I'm sure they probably worked it out, but Steph also has a wife that's someone like his mother, very forward. Have we ever thought about that? There's a book Steph has out. Steph speaks of his father, but he says when it comes to him being very agile to keep an ordinance to how he governs his life, he gets that from his mom because she takes no shortcuts. And we might have have any Caribbean, like yourself, Gary. You know how Caribbean families are. They press their way, they're stern, and they're forward. And there's no shame. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Um, What's interesting to me is the platform, first and foremost. Jada Pinkett's platform has I, been I known. Hmm? I couldn't hear you say the Jada Pinkett what now? Her, her platform, platform, you said? Um, her platform, yeah. since she started it, has known yeah. to be full of humanity. So yeah, if it was I done agree. in a different place, it would yeah. probably be looked at in a different way. But her platform is, is right. you know, co-signed, cheating, right. and infidelity, and coming at people right. sideways and being and being rebellious to a husband. So right. part of the issue so is we, that. Right. So we place, we, we place, we place, I didn't mean to cut you off, uh, uh, brother, but we place Steph's wife in that category because she's on that platform. You, you understand what I'm saying? Right. And is that fair? Part of the pro- That's part of the problem. Because even when she did that interview, that same mother that you are talking about tried to tap her like, mm-mm, don't do this. There you, know, you there you go. Because there, there, and, it, it, and, and, it, it, and that was that forwardness. You, you understand what I'm saying? What, right. So, so they're, both, they're both women who are very forward. But the other thing about that is, you know, when it comes to truth mm-hmm. and, and being and having a family, it's truth in the house and it's truth out. In the, it's the truth that you keep in the house and it's the truth that you let the world know. That was the okay, truth you right. keep in the house. Okay, and, 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 and I think I know why you're saying that. Here's my here's my expression why you say that. Because you don't no. want to lure because let me say it, you don't want to lure the wolves in. There's certain things you don't do 
so that people who are contaminated may come into your venue. Some things you want to hide. But this woman, not, just go ahead. Not just that, because also on that platform, she also co-signed a woman trying to shoot her shot at somebody else's man. So I, I don't know about I don't, go, I don't watch Jada Pinkett. I don't know well, about no, that. I don't watch it either, but she had somebody who, who had who who had okay. who was on an episode like that too. So right. because she knew. So the wolves are not necessarily the wolves of men. They're also the female wolves that's like, oh, for real? You know? Gotcha. And, so, and, and we give but, it a lot of energy. You know that, right? So when we give it a lot of energy, and, we, and, and it's not like we took it out of content, she, she expressed her opinion. But from there, we also have our own judgmental thoughts because we looked at Jada, and then it was, we looked at her as though she shouldn't be saying that in the public. She only expressed her opinion, and from there, hopefully it goes no further than that. Yeah, but, I mean, we are, we, but we're very judgmental when it comes to these kind of platforms. And we do it for a reason. It's called entertainment. We're done. That too, but but part of part of her issue was that she contradicted herself. It's because, entertainment, brother. Well, it is. You know, you know, you know. And, 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 and the problem is, the problem is, people don't. People only look at it from. You know, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. It's, 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 the thing about it is when you when you put out tweets that you know you only want to be looked at by your man, and then you come out and you say you want other people to look at you, that's contradicting yourself. Let me share something with you. I mean, yeah, let me share. Right, I apologize, I mean, cut you off, brother. Right, I'm gonna share but, something you get done, and I'll be done. Yeah, but the other thing is, is even when it comes to like when it comes to men in that position, I think a lot of people don't realize men in that life in that lifestyle, like. Um, when when you're that much, when you're known that much more than your significant other, you go out of your way to put your significant other on the pedestal every chance you get, to to to, to not make them feel overshadowed. Right, so let me share something. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. So so part of the part of that whole the thing about it is a lot of those guys refer to their wives in public because they're so enormous to the public. Right. And they don't want to make it look like, you know, you know, I'm way more than you. Can I share something with you? Yeah. Let's say, let's say Steph already knew what this condition was, okay? Last year, Steph televised. It was the woman in red. I don't want to call her an analyst, but she was one of the commentators, actually a sports woman with a microphone had on an appearance of something to me. I don't know if that was the wardrobe set or she chose it herself, okay? And as the woman in red with the red dress on approached Steph, right, uh, it was more than once. This woman was doing the NBA. She was doing the NBA, uh, commenta- not commentating, but questionings after the game. And she had a different appearance when she when she was with Steph. Okay, uh, Steph felt a little uncomfortable. I'm sure knowing the conditions of his wife. You know, the next time with this uh, uh, and, and uh, this announcement announcer had an opportunity to question Steph again. Steph brought his wife, not his daughter, onto the mic, 
and had his wife speaking. So he they probably they he probably knows of this. He understands what kind of world that they're dealing with. They understand the groupies. You understand what I'm saying? And and I'm sure she got coaching from the mother and 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 for this woman to go on this platform that nobody likes, aka Jada Pinkett, homosexuality, whatever, 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 to whatever we want to build up in our minds to believe that what she do, we have never seen it, but we heard it. Right? That's all we do is hearsay, naysayers. And what happens is we have the tendency to put people in a grouping because of affiliation or association. You understand what I'm trying to say? So maybe yeah. Steph already knew this. And and I wish you could I wish you could just go back to the archives. I'm sure it's not there. But go to the archives. The lady in the red dress, second time she had in the yellow dress. It didn't look like it was really appropriate for for a, a sports uh announcer, and I'm just calling her announcer because she was actually talking to the players after the game, but Steph brought his wife the next time. The next time he brought his wife. And you can see the forwardness of this woman because it's, it's a ball game. It's, it's a victory. It's, and and, and sometimes women look how other women, you know, uh, look at life, should I say. Sometimes I'm just saying we're a little harsh, and that's my picture that I just painted for you. And then to me, that was televised. I looked beyond. I saw a thousand things in that picture while I was watching this video. So sometimes I'm just saying we could be a little too harsh to how we yeah. place the judgment on people, and so we we should really be careful because sometimes we can we can gird things up to go in the wrong direction. No, thank you, brother. Right, I, I speak. Like, I speak from a view that, that has been around their life looking from the outside looking in because I, I have, you know, I have people who, who I'm close to that have been in that professional um, avenue. And for sure, you know, you have the, the – a lot of those female analysts, they love going into the locker room because the guys are naked. You know, they take their showers, and the media is always there, you know. So, the, so they – they see these guys all the time in the news, right? So, the, so that, that, this is part of the crushes that they have. But the, but the thing about it is that, you know, because that's part of the lifestyle, it can create insecurities, but it's normally what happens on a road that's more of the issue. Because, say, those announcers and analysts, they are known. They are known for what they do and what they're willing to do and who, and who they've done. But it's those road cities and teams that are normally the problem. You know, the, the L.A.s, the Atlantas, the Miamis, uh, the New Yorks, you know, the Chicago, you know, Dallas, Houston. Those are the places that people... That, that a lot of wives are worried about, you know what I'm saying? Because brother, everybody wants to be around popularity. Even and I don't want to identify what Mike Kraft is, you know, dealing with entertainment, um, music, and you know, one 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 of the things that an elder said to me, and you know, close to my relationship, actually, my mother-in-law says to me, "Brother uh, G," and that's not my name, but she said, "Be careful, because the devil uses a woman real quick." 
And what she was talking about was just the ideal of an individual who's, at, who's in the limelight. And people sometimes just want to be a part of that. You, you, you know what I mean? So, right. so it, it, it's, easy, it's easy for the significant other to have to sit back and watch that. It's, 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 it's difficult. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's easy to say that it's easy. I'm saying it's easy to say they should stay in that role. But it's, no, no matter what, in, in our human nature, we're all, all of us going to have a, a, I'm not going to say jealousy, but we're going to have a little resentment of why not me? Or Look, is it my turn? You know what I'm saying? Everybody does it. It doesn't what, have to be. I, I, I and, and, here, and, and, think about, and think about Bobby and Whitney. Think about Bobby and Whitney. Same thing. What's the difference? Well, Bobby was the one. Bobby was almost a failure to Whitney's come down, tear down. No, but see, that Bobby was, could, okay, speaking of, like, putting those two things together, right, one interesting thing about this is this. Because um, even in the Jada Pinkett thing, even Jada Pinkett said when she had to put herself in Will Smith's shoes, she saw how real it could get. And sometimes the insecurity comes from if I was in your shoes, huh? That's the word, insecurity. Right. Sometimes the insecurity insecurity comes from if I was in your shoes, I might be tempted to act on this. I, I, I couldn't have the same resolve that you do. So sometimes the, the, it, the, you can make a trust issue or insecurity bigger because you're looking at the person like, if I was in your shoes, I would be doing this, 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 and this. I don't know how you not. And the same thing with the, with the, with the Bobby Brown and Whitney thing. Everybody who knew about Bobby, and Bobby Brown and Whitney knew that she was, she was, she had a reputation for being super hood. It was just people put it on Bobby because Bobby is Mr. My Prerogative. He's already hold on, bad. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on now. Hold on, that's not fair. Whitney was very talented. Bobby could not. I even, didn't say she wasn't talented. Okay, I know that's what you want to say, but I'm trying to. Coming from Boston. And Bobby. Go ahead, man. I'm done. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come hey, on. there oh, for a second. Oh, guys, guys. Hold on. Before you say it. Uh, Lamb, let me open ABC's line because y'all got to go back and forth. ABC there? Yeah. Uh, what's happening, man? Um, I, I don't know who your guest is, but uh, just a couple of things. One is, um, you know, everybody's taking this side like how she offended her husband or something, but maybe he ain't doing right. Maybe he ain't giving her what she needs. I mean, that would be one uh, answer, but what I think is more likely is they've been married for eight years. I expect that they have had conversations about how she feel, and I think anybody that's been married for longer than a year has some idea that, you know, over the course of that time, you're going to have some discussions about problems and if you ain't feeling right and if you're mad about something and all that kind of stuff. So I expect that they have some conversations about how she feels. She's got three kids. She went through postpartum depression after a botched boob job where she wasn't feeling good. She just the, her last kid is ten months old, so she's going through a lot. Yeah, and the main thing is that they, they they went through this. They I expect that they talked about this together as a married couple, and I expect that he knew she was going on this show. So if he had any concerns 
that she might wild out or something like that. He could have told her, hey, look, baby, you know, you ain't in the right mind uh, right now to go on that show. This ain't the right thing. Or he could have at least said, look, don't get into our personal life. What are you saying about box food? Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Okay. okay. Box food job. What are you talking about box food job? She had cosmetic surgery? Yes. This is something that, so what, she had a boob um, reduction, enlarged? What the hell are you talking about? Uh, they said it turned out to be an enlargement. She didn't want an enlargement, but it turned out to be that way. Uh, and this was back in 2015 or 16 or something after her second kid, where she went through postpartum depression and she wasn't feeling good. Her titties got droopy or some shit, and she oh, wasn't oh, feeling good. Oh, 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 all right, all right. Yeah. I, I, I think I, 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 I thought that. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I am. Moving. Go ahead. She's fat. So she ain't good about herself. That's no, women. Right. Absolutely. Like, she's. She had a third baby. She's she's bigger, and she's dealing with depression and anxiety, and this is part of the thing. Like, because if you're married to a professional athlete, when you're out of shape, he's always in shape. So that becomes a problem for, for you know, as a woman looking at a man who's in prime physical condition and you're not, and you know, and, and so she's lazy. Well, no, I mean she just had a baby, like. Women don't just pop, just snap back like that. They got to, the more kids you have. You'd be, you be surprised, Lamb. Lamb, no, come no, on. I'm, no, seriously. Like, I know some girls who could just who have babies and they go back to regular. And I know some girls who just, they, it takes them a while. You know? Well, they're so, they putting that work. That's all I got to say. Yeah, but go absolutely. On. But, but, the, but the other thing about that is, I mean, that that conversation might have been had because, his mother was on the panel there. So it could have, you know, it could have been one of those situations that, you know, my mom will come and just to make sure it don't go too left. Or, so it's just something that's weighing on her so much that she had to say it publicly. You know, hey, but brother, you know that all those ladies said that. You know all those ladies said that during the show, right? His mother said that too. She said she went through it. They all said they went through it. Absolutely. Yeah, but they but they all but they also tried to stop her when she was saying it, and then she, they started saying it after to like comfort her. Like that's the thing. Like when you look when when it went down the way it went down, they did try to stop. Her. You know, that's part of the, the the whole thing about that situation is even the women was didn't want to necessarily go down that rabbit hole. Well, you know, Jada is the one that brought it up. She said, how do y'all feel about all these groupies around your husbands and all this stuff? And that's what started the whole thing. Right. Right. But all I'm saying saying is that it's not like it's an invalid point that she brought up, and and it's not that she's shitting on her husband. It's just girl talk, and they're sitting around talking about what it's like to be one of these famous wives. You know, I think a lot of guys are making it about Stephen Curry, and, like, she shitted on him. It's it's like y'all ain't even looking at what she's going through. And I think the reason for most of y'all is because ain't none of y'all married, <laughs> and ain't none of y'all got a girlfriend, so you ain't really thinking about her point of view. <laughs> well, well, the thing oh my is, God! Oh my God! Hold on, hold on! I, I got, I got to step in this. I'm, I'm sorry, I got to step in this. I feel you. I got to step in this and shut up for a second. When they asked about groupies, that they were asking about groupies, it morphed into. I wish I had male attention like that. That's not about groupies anymore. That's why they tried to stop her. You you know, she's a grown woman. They're all grown women. 
they talked about a topic, she took it somewhere that, that they weren't even trying to take. You know, that's like, unfortunately, and I hate to say this, and I said this before when I was on o- with O'Shea when we talked about this. Sometimes we, we, we act like women aren't grown adults and they don't do things that's out of pocket because we, we, but, but they, that they know better. She knew that was dead wrong. Everybody else knew that was dead wrong. It's not Steph's mm-hmm. fault. It's not Steph's mama's fault. It, you know, Jada Pinkett's a bad platform to do that, but it's not Jada Pinkett's fault. The same way she went off and talked about the NBA being rigged when they lost, she went off, went left then, and she went left this time. That's what it's about. So what's up with Steph? What's up with Steph that he don't try to, you know, curb her on that? Like, look, you keep going off. You keep going off. You, you, screwing, up, you screwing me up. You screwing our family up. Stop talking so much. Why don't he do that? Is he a man? Maybe he ain't stepping up and doing what he need to do, man. But how, how, but, oh, stop, 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 stop. Okay. How you know he's not really stepping in and saying something? How you know no, that? No, I'm, I'm, addressing, I'm addressing what the guest just no, said. No, 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 you don't know that. Yeah, you don't know that. Other side. I don't know that, well, but you, you don't, don't know either. either. You don't know either. So don't nobody. We don't nobody know. Oh, let me stop. Tell me. Tell me. Yes. Let me do this. Hold on. Let me address something. Liam, I want to chill for a second. You got to understand, these people are on the spotlight where everything is attendant on them. A lot of people got perceptions just like the perfect marriage, yada, all this stupid shit, right? There's certain things he's not going to do to give more attention than he's already had because his wife, like most good of our sisters, enough of them, not a lot, but just enough, they go out of pocket and be saying shit like this out the mouth towards black men that they will not do with other race of men, especially in public. They're, they're accustomed to this. This is not something new. Apes, you should know this. Everybody should know this already. This is expected. The only problem is the reason why this is draw attention because this is a celebrity and this is, quote, unquote, a so-called perfect union, perfect marriage, especially people that are Christian that follow this shit. That's what draws the most attention out of it. You get me? All right. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But I'm saying you the one. You just said that we're holding her to be like perfect or something. I think that the people that are saying I don't hold her perfect. That's what people hold perfect. I don't hold shit. I don't watch fucking bad food like that anymore. No I'll pay attention. The, the NBA, the NBA is holding it perfect. It is the ones that's holding her perfect. She's a human being. Her husband understands it. You don't think they talk? They've been married eight years. You don't think he knows but, but that? You, but you don't. But you don't get the point. You that you, you really don't get the point. You know, uh, you really don't get the point. You, see, see, you only look at it from the Aisha Curry thing by itself. You're not looking at it when when Beyonce mistreated mistreated her. Uh, 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 what, what 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 is Beyonce's mother's name? Uh, uh, AR. Yeah, yeah, Tiana knows. Tiana knows. Yeah, yeah. When that stuff was going on last year, but she wasn't married to old boy. So I wish we dropped this experience card, this so-called experience card, and this so-called marriage card, and not call it things for what it is. See, see, see. You are looking well, at him. Now, I ain't your Kurt. Allow me to speak. She was married, this. right? She was married before, right? So she does have experience. You don't have experience. You don't know nothing about it. Somebody, hey, Gary, mute his ass so I... So I no, 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 you're not telling what the fuck to do. Talk. 
I'm not here for fun. This is my fucking show. Fuck your business. No, 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 no. He be getting away with too much shit, all that insulting and shit. But the point is this. The point is this. The point is this. The point is this. See, ABC only looking at it from 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 the aspect of what old girl did on Jenny Jen, Jen Pickett and not looking at it from a societal issue. But he want to sit there and try to use it as, oh, man, I'm a, I'm a dick watch, Big J's dick. I'm a dick watch. Are, are, are you fucking? Or uh, LR movement? Or are you are you are, 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 are you getting a pussy? No, that no 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 no. That, that that's that shaming tactic bullshit. Let's get right back to the point. What what Tina Knowles did and what what Aisha Curry did is that they embarrassed their husbands, their boyfriends, and their significant others on live TV. And in today's society, is allowing this shit to go off. Allowing this shit to go, um, you know, unsaid. I got a question. I got a question. So go ahead. The brother that was saying um, maybe Steph was doing something wrong, and brothers probably not never been married and don't have a girl. Um, so you're saying is you know you you either been married or you got a girlfriend, right? Yes. Okay, so. You wouldn't have a problem if your wife was the one saying that on national TV. Yes, I would. You know you're being a hypocrite now. No, I can explain it. I just don't want to take up our time. I want to explain it, but I, I want to make sure that I have time. I don't want to cut you off or anything like that. Hey, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. So, 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 can I, can I answer? Can I answer? Can I answer? Can I answer? You can't. Have it both ways, and you need you need to stop being people's YouTube daddy because you know hey, nobody's hey. daddy on here. Real yes, talk. can I answer you know the guest? daddy on here. Can I answer the guest? Can, hey, Go hey, ahead. sir, Mr. Guest, can I answer you? I, so, so yes, absolutely, I would have a problem with it. But the reason I would have a problem with it is because I understand what's going on in my home, and if my wife was going through depression or something like this, I would number one be you know, spending all my time trying to address that with her. But number two, we, she wouldn't be going on national TV about it. Now, these people are celebrities already, so they're in a whole other category and all this stuff. But still, you've been married for eight years. I know if my wife has depression. And if she has depression, I don't want her going on TV. It, I, I ain't even saying it's necessarily going to be something about me or something, but she's got depression. Why would I, you know, she's liable to go on there and just, Come off looking all crazy and, you know, spilling all kind of stuff. Even if she's just like, I don't feel good about myself and I don't know, you know, you know all this kind of stuff. Then it's like, damn, you know, uh, uh, ABC's wife is all messed up. And all, you know, and you've been married for eight years. You got three kids. They don't know each other. This is what I'm saying. Y'all are, like, totally ignoring that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't you just say, hold on, hold on, LMR. I got this. I got this because I know you LMR moving. I got this. First of all, you just sit there and stated that you said that we don't know what 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 what, what what's, what's in their marriage, but yet you turn around and still try to talk about their eight years of marriage as if though you know what's going on. Please, please take a stand somewhere because you because you talk out of both ends out of your neck. 
I'm saying that this is a conversation. If you want to address what she's going through, what he's going through, how she embarrassed him, all this stuff, then it would be best if you're coming from a, a perspective where you are married or you at least have been in a long-term relationship with a woman so that you can approach it from that area where you understand about the ups and downs and she's going through not feeling good and she's got three kids and her body ain't right and she's fat now and she ain't feeling good about herself. But if, if you ain't never had a girlfriend, especially if you ain't never been married, then you don't know nothing about that. So why are we even listening to you? That's what I'm saying. And why, the why, the why are we listening to a man, supposed to be a married man, who do, who do not respect his own marriage, but look, but look at other woman's yoga pants and, and titty meat and everything else. You, don't, you don't, don't even respect your own marriage. So how on the fuck can you sit there and come to me? How the fuck can you sit there and talk about anything else? Well, you do not respect your own marriage, you bald-headed 60-year-old Dallas, Texas piece of shit. Now back, now back to now. Here, now here, here is another thing. See, I was trying to make it personal. I was trying to stay on the topic. I was trying to stay on the topic. Here is another thing. But LR movement, LR movement. So, so we gonna sit there talking about so, so like, so like the, so the topic is the psychology of how I hate, I hate to use black female, but I can use female instead. But black female act right now, now. We gonna sit there and talk about this Pookie and Ray Ray shit, cause I, I know, I know, I know, me and you talked about it. Everybody makes videos about the shit and bored that fuck. But somebody in the chat room really pissed me off by saying though it is okay for for us to to support um, the hood guys because they are ours, and 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 and, and women said said that they're trying to find positive in in, in negative sit 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 situations we hear women saying that and, and, and this is this ain't and this is not the first time I hear that but yet at the same time we got people like Robert Griffin the third being called the cornball being called a lame being Ooh. called all these certain names because so number one he's either with somebody else that's not them or number two He's probably somebody that does not have the same vehicular or verbiage as as those quote unquote. I'm using quote unquote Pookie Ray Ray uh, 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 stereotypes. What 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 say you, Lr? He wasn't that good. He wasn't that good in the NFL. He is lame. He's a cornball. No, no, I'm talking to Lr movement, and I want Lr Martin to ask the question. Here's the thing about the quote unquote. Pookie and Ray Ray, and, and both sides go overboard with it. Um, and I'll start with the men. The reason the men go overboard with it because the men act like Pookie and Ray Ray actually can get all the women. When right. All right. of the women don't really rock with Pookie and Ray Ray like that. Because the smarter ones understand that the other, the other side of that coin, which is the women's problem. When you're trying to find positivity in a negative person, the same person that they're talking up could be a good guy is the same person that they say ain't worth a damn because he wasn't worth a damn when they met him. So it, just because somebody is looked at as a, a corny or like a cornball, it's kind of ironic that successful people are cornballs and unsuccessful people are good guys. 
So it, it 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 begs to to you can you can make an argument that what is what is really going on is people are scared of success. So they big up people who will never be successful because they're scared of being un, in a fishbowl or, or having to have some type of um standard about themselves on a regular basis that's high. So you 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 lowball to a low standard, and then you get to blame the guy because you know he should have been better, even though when you met him he wasn't good. You know, it, it, just because somebody doesn't talk, like I grew up in in on the east, in the Midwest, and the South. When I hear somebody from California talk, they all sound proper to me, even the people from the hood. So it's really not about how people sound. It's just about the fact that you don't necessarily want to relate to somebody because you don't really want to be pushed to be a better person. You know, this is why people are different in the first place, because a a person's differences may bring something out of you, may make you better in in an avenue in your life that you were lacking at, just like you could bring something out of them that they were lacking at because y'all came from different backgrounds, a different place. But when you, but if if you from a, a, the hood in a sense like me, even people from the hood know if I get out of the hood, I'm not trying to go go back to the hood to prove to the hood I'm still from the hood. So I need to so to, to do something stupid. Like I've seen numerous people who. You know, you want to be you want to be so cool that you wind up looking like an idiot in the long run, or you want to be around a guy that said because you know he makes you feel a certain way, and that's the same guy that broke your heart and left you without left you and your kids. People are looking at this from such a short term, um, immature uh, vantage point that when people look at the long term. Uh, effects of it, which we all can see, then people well, want to get brand new. So well, um, that's that just what I think about. Well, let me ask you this question. And so, so are you saying that women lost their direction and they need to get back into their place? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying. Are you saying women <laughs> need to get back in their place? I'm saying women need to get back into choosing the best guy, get back to knowing what choosing the best guy looks like. Mm-hmm. All right, go you know, that. Because like, yes. you know, back you know, in the used to date and you used to court, and, you know, people people dated multiple people and then they picked the best one. Now we're dating multiple people and we're picking the, 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 the person we think is going to give us the best set. Mhm. Right. That's a good answer. Okay. Um. Hold on. Hold on. LR movement. I hope. I hope though I'm not deflecting or distracting the conversation. LR movement. Please, please, please tell me if I'm distracting you. All right. No. That's not, I mean, that's not, no. No. I'm off. Y'all got me up late. I got to be up at five stop. in the morning anyway. Stop reading the chat. Stop reading the chat, Jay. Oh, G, stay out of this. G, stay out of this. 
stay out of this. Jay. No, I'm good. I'm good. All right, all right, little bro. But don't don't read the chat, Jay. You you're doing good, man. Stay out of this, G. Stay out of this. <laughs> all right, little bro. Uh, uh, Gary, Gary, uh, but you you had some lines. Somebody's right, calling right, Jay. Right. I'm middle something. I'll I'll take the line for a second. Give me a sec. Oh yeah, I see Asha and all that. Um, all right, let me open one of them. The point, the, the, the reason why. Is this still his? Oh, go ahead, Big J. Go ahead, man. The reason, the reason, I know, I know people say, well, Big J, why are you using Robert Griffin III? It's not, it's not, it's not that because though he was dating a white woman. That, that's not the point. The point is, the point is, some people, we, we, we have a culture that will downgrade somebody from that, from that archetype but big up somebody else, um, you know, you, you, put, you put one guy who has not done anything, but dig up somebody who has done something wrong. That, that was the, the argument I'm trying to bring up, but people are so stuck on the racial issue, they don't want to sit up, sit up, sit up and, be, and actually be honest. And that's why, that's why, that's why I think for some women don't want to be honest on certain topics like this. You know, well, why, is, why is it, it, does, it doesn't matter if it's RB, uh, R, uh, Robert Griffin III be called Lane or this, or this guy called Lane or Michael B. Jordan. My, 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 Michael B. Jordan, I use Michael B. Jordan. My, Michael B. Jordan is called Lane, but yet though, yet though it's all right for him to be called Lane, but yet though we dig up somebody, you know, like, like R. Kelly. You know, I mean, well, that's just, and, and, and I'm looking at it. That's fine, Big J. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that, you know, there is, is something okay, okay. wrong with that. There is something but wrong with that. that. Right, but if that is a matter of a woman's opinion, and she's entitled to it. Listen, infidelity runs in all. When you talking about men... We're not talking about infidelity. Why, 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 why are you bring infidelity up? No, we're talking about how society, we're talking about how society, what rather down, I said society, how society will downplay someone who has not done nothing, and the only, the only crime that, that person did, that that person did, did not sound right or talk like, 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 like the average, uh, the average Negro, but yet the, we want to gravitate towards and surround ourselves by the person who may, who may have done a whole whole lot of damage. Can I but just, that's where that's where I'm coming from. Well, go go ahead. Make my point. Yeah, go, go ahead. Uh, I think you know when it comes to men attracting women. I think what the brother is trying to say is. If you notice the last 20, 30 years, black men in particular have been taking on a degenerate masquerade of a mask because it attracts the women more than, say, a blue-collar, white-collar type of person. Uh-huh. So because if, when you look out in society, all these people with all these tattoos and earrings, you could tell that's not, they're like wearing 
a uniform of what they think women are attracted to. It's not necessarily who they are. Because you can tell by how it looks on and how they carry themselves. You had a lot of brothers dressing certain ways that and, and emulating certain attributes of the guys that they figured was getting all of the women. And that's not them. And the guys who, who just are, um, I, even, I wouldn't even say square or corny. The guys who were just uh, not going to assimilate to that feel like they had a harder time. Okay. You know, it, it's the same thing I clown about now. <laughs> guys, went, All these guys grew out these beards because girls like beards all of a sudden. But because it's an easy way to get a girl's attention, you know, what happens to the guys who don't want to grow out a beard? Okay. But see, this, to me, this is, this is the most funniest conversation. I'm hearing grown men talk about the women. You guys are looking on the outside appearances. That's what I brought up in Fidelity. I'm hearing the way the man dresses, his etiquette. I'm hearing all this. No matter what, if a, a, a man who never wears a suit or, you know, dresses up, he may never cheat on his woman. A man who lives in a corporate world will cheat on his wife. You have a lot of these men, these so-called Poopy and Ray Ray that y'all talking about, they don't even get married, right? So they're not even in the statistics. Hold on. Yeah, sure. I'll be in line. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, real quick. So, 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 Pookie and Ray Ray, who don't get married, who quote unquote baby daddies, however y'all want to do Pookie and Ray Ray, they're not in the divorce and the marriage statistics. But the people who are not Pookie and Ray Ray, they get married, they get divorced. They cheat on their wives. Then they guess what? They have good etiquette. They they don't dress up in tennis shoes and sweatsuits and all this. What I'm trying to say, you got to start looking at the person. You keep on okay. people are looking. I'm the, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to what I'm saying. My point is, when you're talking about men, regardless of their etiquette, regardless of the way they dress. Some men are going to cheat on their women. Some men are going to beat the shit out of their women. Some men are not going to are not going to uh, uh, treat their women right or with respect. Some men are still going to have struggles in their relationships. And I have to take a saying with my with my sister uh, Jackie Brown that used to call the show. You guys are talking about domestic issues. Issues between men and women. That is really a personal issue. Like, if I could get with all black male engineers, right, and we're all black male engineers, and we're in our, and then when we're in our meeting, we're talking about engineering stuff. As soon as I take those 10 men and we start talking about how us black engineers should treat women, Everybody's going to go and say, no, I don't treat my woman like this. I don't treat my woman like that. But if, but, but if we stay with what we have in common about engineering and building infrastructures, we have a cohesiveness. But when we talk about how we should treat our women or what type of women we should like or what type of the, it's going to be because it comes real personal. Every marriage is not the same. Everyone, everyone's the so, so So what I'm saying is the issues with the, the bottom line is what I'm saying is when you talk about this, I think you guys are, are really picking on, on, the, on, on the petty stuff. 
You're not really looking at how a man treats women behind closed doors. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Penny, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Guys, guys, guys. Hello. 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 Big Jay. Big Jay. Let my guest speak. That was good. Let me interject this part of it into what you're saying. And I'm going to start with the factual part. Like half of American marriages end in divorce. Okay? 80% of those marriages are initiated by the women. So the majority of those are not due to, uh, at this point, they're not due to infidelity or abuse. It's just irreconcilable difference. So no, so it's just I don't like you no more. So the point that, you, that you're making about people getting abused and used, that, that's, an, that's, a, that's an argument that is not, uh, that may have been relevant in the past but not in the present. Well, okay. as far as the and Ray Ray, let's, okay. let's not act like the people who we consider Pookie and Ray Ray have this great reputation of being good to women. They actually have a reputation of being womanizers, irresponsible, immature, and uh, users and losers. So this idea that some, because he don't wear a suit, he's a good guy, that is the complete antithesis to what the Pookie and Ray Ray stereotype is. It's a slick-talking BS artist who can talk a chick out of her panties and maybe get some money out of her, but it's not some stand-up dude. Okay. Okay, but, 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 but let me say something about what the first thing you said about, uh, about the 80% at reconcilable distance. When, 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 when a couple, and I'm just, just speaking in general, because I'm just, uh, listen, if, put it like this, let me speak about me, because everybody always want to talk about everybody else. Let me just use my example. If I'm married, and if I have irreconcilable differences with my wife, and she filed for a divorce, guess what I'm doing? I'm probably doing. Now, let's say if I don't cheat, I'm not spending enough time with her. I'm cussing her out. We're arguing all the time. She thinks I treat her like shit, and I'm not Pookie and Ray Ray, okay? So my bottom line is everyone wants to look at the differences between Pookie and Ray Ray and this quote-unquote this great black man. When I'm talking about Pookie and Ray Ray, and this quote-unquote black man uh, divorces or they get out of a relationship, it's basically over the same shit. It's basically over the same. Hold on, hold on, watch, watch, because it comes down to, because it comes down to the, 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 the interaction between that man and that woman. Everyone wants to say Pookie and Ray Ray mistreats women, and or, or this different than uh, the non-Pookie and Ray Ray. Isn't this different than the uh, whatever you want to call this other guy, right? But this other guy got some Pookie and Ray Ray shit in him, but he dresses it up like it's not. It's all a fucking game because at the end result, they look, look, watch this. What they have in common, the relationship does not work. The relationship ends. The, 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 the end result is I will use infidelity. The end result is they have to pay child support. The end result is they promise a woman that they will be with them forever. The end result is it's lying in a relationship. 
So y'all can go ahead and say, hold on, hold on, but, but now, but what you're going to do, the difference is, Pookie goes back and forth to jail. Pookie's doing illegal stuff. The other guy, he has a great career. He's not doing all of the illegal stuff. Uh, the other guy, he has a college degree. Pookie and Ray, he never graduated with, but we're talking about the relationship. The end result is still the same. You're talking about the exterior. I'm talking about the end result. It's the well, same, I'm brother. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad the end you result said that. When, when, you, when you talk about the, the end result, is the same. You you made numerous arguments where you where you talking about the results, but one thing that that me and the brother used to talk about earlier, none of your arguments are framed in the way that women have agents. None of your arguments are framed in the way that that women actually like. If you can believe a woman can be emotional, you can also believe a woman to make a decision out of emotion and be wrong. Man, Pookie like, and Ray Ray's up front, bro. That's what he's trying to tell I ain't you. Talking about the other niggas hiding. Right. I'm not talking about hiding. What I'm talking about is this ideology. That's 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 the other guy. He's the preacher from the church. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, the outstanding guy is hiding shit. He hiding. No, 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 no. What I'm talking about is this ideology that. A man did everything wrong, and a woman has no agency. She is not at fault for anything. Because oh, I'm oh guessing, no, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, guessing, saying. Wait, I'm guessing you are you are. I'm in my late thirties, so I'm guessing you're like fifty plus. Oh no, I know. I'm about to Fuck no. Because. What's ironic about what you're saying is basically, you know. I'll be 45. I'll be 45 coming on. You know, women have have no capacity to make decisions. I hope I'm in some good pussy. How about that? (laughs) But but what you're saying is, you know, the women that that you know have have never had a brain of their own. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. The only thing that happened to them is they met a man, and a man did X, Y, and Z, and they were stuck under whatever that man did, and they get tired of that man because they had no agency the whole time. No, I'm not saying that. No, because because we were on an angle. We, we were not beating up. When everyone's saying is that these women having problems picking up Pookie and Ray Ray, and that's the problem. And then because they need to pick up somebody else better. What I'm saying is regardless of how the man talks, regardless of his job thing, if they're not with women going to have problems with men because men do men stuff, regardless of the job because the economics, the job of what he wears, sometimes relationships just go through stuff, regardless yes. of anything. Regardless yes. of the guy that's in the suburbs, he still may have problems in the relationship. I know, I know, I actually know no male who had sex with one woman, right, and only that woman for the rest of her. I know everybody that I know, they had multiple sex partners in their lifetime. What does that say? What does that say? That says that everything doesn't go according to plan all the time in all relationships. 
I'm oh, quite sure you had multiple sex partners in your lifetime. Meaning that, that if that does mean something, that does mean something. You don't that know means what I was about to say. Okay, I'm sorry. What, 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 what were you about to say? That does not equate. Having multiple sex partners does not equate to having a relationship and being unfaithful just because you're a man. Both sexes have multiple sex partners. That's basically how society is. It's basically how society thinks. This, this ideology okay. that all of a sudden, it's not, a, it's not a all of a sudden, but this ideology that because you're a man, you're all things negative, and because you're a woman, you're all things positive, is completely asinine. No. So, 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 so what's the point then? The point is, what we, we talked about earlier as far as even the psychology of women, even a even what's going on with boys being raised, this ideology that every boy who grows to be a man has have a, has just have a, a gang of negative qualities, but every girl who's groomed to be a woman just has this gang of positive qualities. So anything that happens in life is at the fault of the man, and it's at oh, the, no, it's, oh, it's that the was the show was about. Well, no, I don't agree with that. No, no, I don't agree with that. But no, what I'm saying. The argument. You find no, your no, voice no, as no. if. No, no, oh no, the reason why it's happening is, is the treatment. Oh no, no, the you only know, reason why it's happening is that the only two good people are the female and the Pookie and Ray Ray. No, 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 I know, I never said that. Because, uh, because no, I, I, said you said it. I said you could, okay. your, your, your point in that. In that. Oh, okay. oh, the reason why I may frame my argument, because that's the, because once again, I came in late, so I don't know the title, so, so I do apologize. But the only thing that I was hearing is, is that women pick Ruby, uh, 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 Pookie and Ray Ray, and they get in this, uh, women are at fault because they pick Pookie and Ray Ray, and that is the problem with women. That's that's the only reason why I was coming. And I wasn't trying to defend Pookie and Ray Ray. I was just saying, hold up. It really doesn't matter about the Pookie and Ray Ray. I'm just saying all relationships suffer. Because I think people are trying to beat up on these quote unquote some guys who they and, and I, I may say some people may say well listen to this conversation y'all hating on Pookie and Ray Ray because they getting all the girls don't get mad at them you see what I'm saying but no I'm not I was just coming from that angle because I would I would I jumped in the middle of a conversation I first of all I thought y'all was talking about uh, Curry's wife but then that's the only reason why I came from that angle oh no. That's, that's 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 not true. That's not how I believe, brother. Hey, um, not none at all. Hey, Gary. Hey, Gary. Hey, Gary. Look, here's the uh, here's, here's the point. Um, and, and we tend to paint the picture of the guy who's trying to do, to do the right things. Do we paint him as the bad guy? Okay. Now, within that paint, that picture of, of the bad guy, those same women. Who's sleeping with Pookie and Ray Ray? If that's how you're going to frame it, that's the same women who cheat, who 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 sleeping with the guy with the suit and tie on, because they know that he's married. He knows that he's married, but she chooses to still sleep with him. See, so so her cycle is just endless. She does it constantly. So not all. So 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 yes, and she's with the guy who's on the edge and supposed to be the bad, you know, the bad guy or the macho guy or just the so-called dumbass. Alpha male. So the point is that 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 they sleep with both types of men. 
Those men, of course, get caught because they're married, and they get checked by their wives, etc. So that happens. That does happen. But again, I think the problem is that we keep forgetting that the, the same women who are sleeping with the Pookie and Reverie, they end up sleeping with that guy eventually that they're going to reject as a youngster. That they, they rejected him, but, but, but later in life they see him picking it down and getting some pussy. So that happens all the time. You see? So, 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 so hold on. So, so my point is that that's where I'm coming from with that is the fact that we, we, we tend to, to, to paint a picture that way because it, it, it negates your argument that responsibility is always, uh, uh, the responsibility is taken off of her and is put on him. Yes, he has responsibilities too, but I think this is what we'll be doing. This is how the game is played, um, you know, and, and, and with that regard. And that's where I'm coming from with, with this whole thing. I'm not going to paint the picture of brothers who want to do the right thing as the bag officer because a lot of brothers who are married, well, most black men are married to black women, period. Okay? And a lot of them dudes are, are, are primarily good dudes because most of them are still married. You see? So it's what I'm saying that, that uh, again, so this is where I'm coming from with this. Um, I think that, you know, I, I brought up the, 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 the thing uh, earlier about the uh, – that sisters don't like nice God. I said that for a reason. And and L.A., he, he, he answered it very well. He dealt with it very well. I appreciate that, that he dealt with that very well. And that's where I'm coming from. I think that we have um, character deficiency issues in our – black people have these character deficiencies when it comes to, to relationships. And, 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 and we tend not to look at a person's character because you can detect a dude, a guy – character and see what he's going to be about, you can detect that shit very easy if you just challenge what watches his character all the time. It's kind of watch his character. You, you talking to him, you don't know, can't recognize his character. See, and the point is what he was talking about earlier, when it's a nice guy, his character is even looked even more because they can't believe that he's even, he's even trying to be a judgment towards him. So they check his character even more because they say, hmm, this is funny to me. Why is he so nice? But again, the dudes who are not acting that way, they don't even check his character. They just dating, bought with him, lay with him, etc. <laughs> so, so they always paint the picture, paint the picture of that guy as being the lame or what the character. I mean, my, my thing is doing the lame. Are you, are you kidding me? No, they say that because he's dating. No, they say. Hold on, let me say this. They say that because he can date. Any woman that he wants, that's why they say the lame. He don't have to bait them. That's the problem. Man, do you think? Do you think every woman wants to be, be with a be with a guy for the rest of their life? Do you think every woman? Say it again. Say it again. Do you think every woman thinks of long term relationships? Do I think some every woman? Some some women. You ask me a like question. Men. I want to answer some, it. I'm gonna say something. Some women think like men. They don't want long term. Okay, then, then women, what's your point some then? Women just and, don't and, think like men. Okay, and there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to be long term relationship. Hold on one second. But that's not what women say, uh, 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 Brother G. That's not what they're saying. 
Oh, let me hear what they're saying, brother. Go ahead. No, what they're saying to you, what they're saying, they want to be in long-term relationship. Now, unless somebody's bullshitting us, they don't say that. They say they want to be in long-term relationships, you know. So if that's the case. brother. Okay, so, so, so hold on then. So if they're bullshitting, then, then that backs up what we've been saying on this thing tonight. See, that, that, that's my whole point. See, this is a game to a lot of people. And it's fine if, if it's a game to you. Hold on. It's a fine if it's a game to you. But at the same time, you understand, there are repercussions in us playing these games with each other. It's repercussions. That's why our communities are fucked up. Okay, but 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 the question I have to ask: Do you think most guys want to be in a long term relationship? Do I think most guys want to be in love? I would say yeah. These dudes want to be yeah. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Let me answer that. Let me answer that to a degree, and I'm gonna have to get out of here because I gotta go speak. Yeah, it's kind of late. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm. If you listen to Nicole Michelle's channel. She she talks about femininity and she she counsels women about femininity and wanting to be in relationships and marriage. She says it out of her own mouth that who who's the most traditional gender and wants marriage and family the most are actually the men, not the women. She now that's what that's what's going on pretty much now. More guys are more traditional as far as marriage and. Conservatives and family, as the women are, women are saying that's what they want, but their their um their actions are are counterproductive to what they're saying. They're saying they want to be married. They're not, but they don't want to be wives. They're saying they want to be uh, um be with a masculine man, but they don't necessarily want to be feminine. So what's going on is by they, they by even the want, women they, they saying they want children, but they don't want to raise them. Right. Well, well, not necessarily, not necessarily raise them. They they may want children, but they may want to be a unilateral parent. So, this is you know, the, even though I get what you're saying, even the women are saying that the men are actually more traditional at this point than the women. And part of part of even the women blame feminist ideology. Because they're like they were indoctrinated into thinking that you know they could be mother and father, they could do anything a man could do. They got a job, they don't need men. To the point where it's actually um, causing a split with how they with their own traditionalism and this new age femininity. So that's just even what I've heard from the ladies themselves. So. Me saying that I'm done. I'm gonna have to go to bed, y'all. So I'm gonna have to. Be All right, wait. Um, am, um, wait before you go. You there? Let yeah. Let me do this. Um, hold on. Give me a second. All right. You there, Am? You there? Open your line. You there? Hello? No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. In closing, what we could Hello? really take? Yeah, you. I, I hear you. You hear me? Okay. Yeah. Before you um, before you, uh, we're gonna close it up anyway because been lengthy. In conclusion, to your perspective, because now we have to deal with a sense of solution. What solution do you think sisters could take now? 
Because we already know the dudes know what, what, what issue, but what does this could take out of this? This nice the session. Is, um, I think one of the major solutions is the sisters need to make a decision and, and, and actually look at it long term and play it out before they actually go down that road. Because if you want to be, if you want marriage and you want family, you're going to have to play out what a wife looks like in the long term. Um, if you want a certain type of man, you're going to have to play out how that man is going to affect your long-term life. It's just, it's just simple decision-making. If you want something, if you want a, 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 and you know what, and also one of the solutions is, is foresight. And people have lost the, 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 the ability to have foresight. If you're not completely attracted to somebody, but you like them, realize that person, or you're completely attracted to somebody, um, realize that person is going to change over time. If they live a healthy lifestyle, they may get, uh, their body might actually grow and be a little bit more muscular if they're a man over time, if, they, if they're into a healthier lifestyle. If they're just into kicking it, you might like them, but they might get bigger over time, and you might get unattracted to their, to their extra weight. So if you, if, you, if you look at things with foresight, you actually, you might not make the, the, the best decision, but you will make, the probability of making the right decision is high. So mm-hmm. that's just my ideology on that. All right. And where can people can find your book? I noticed on your channel you have a book that's digital copy. Where what's the title? Where they can find it? Uh, Lessons from a non-custodial father. Uh, if you go on my on LAR Movement YouTube, most of my videos it's in the description box in the link, and I said that in the beginning of the videos. So that's where you can mm-hmm. find the book. Okay, okay, and you know I do got your number, brother. So if at times if I don't reach you. By other means, I will give you a call. Is that fine? Yeah. All right. Thank you again for being my guest again on the subject matter. Um, we'll probably we'll do this again on, and deal with other topics. Cause, you know, this tonight's conversation was very um, – it got more interactive, you know, yeah. for other things. But we'll do this again another time. Um, so thank you again in our movement. And like I said, check his links out on YouTube and his digital book, people. All right? Um, this is Chaos here. Look forward to the next episode. Till next time, take care. Good night, buddy. Peace. Comment, subscribe, and like the video. And this is another edition of Chaos Rain. I hope you enjoyed the stream. Um, be look forward for the next um, video. Until next time. Take care. Thank you.